Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead, Season 8, Episode 13. Do not send us an ashtray. I mean, do not send us a stray. Welcome. This is your first time joining us. Welcome to the Phil's Recap and Review. Hopefully, you're jumping in the live motherfucking chat with a bunch of other people. Or if you're listening to this later, come join the YouTube channel and check out our streams live so you can get your voice in the discussion. Because we do have two ways that you can get in the show right now if you want to touch the show. You want to touch us in inappropriate ways. You can call in. I know. We like that. You can call in right away, right now, and talk to us. 657-383-1435. Or if you're watching this later at any point in time, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, even if it's drunk dialing, even if it's harassment, even if it's silliness, just goofy voices, do what you do at 781-990-8509. But I'm not alone tonight to talk about this episode of The Walking Dead. I have with me Joe Dirty Locks. How are you tonight, Joe? I'm good, and I'm not alone either, Phil. What do you have, have with you? with me tonight. Jose. Oh, he's got Jose with him, which always makes Joe have a better time watching The Walking Dead. Joe owes a couple of shots from Super Chat donations in streams before. So Joe is paying back tonight. Tonight's Joe's payback night. So let's bring Joe into the discussion here. We'll get the dual screen going on. We have the live motherfucking chat. We got Steve, Chalkboy, Jess Games, Jasmine, Centovia Major, uh, Steve... We got uh, Jess. Is Negan okay? I'm at the hospital and can't watch. Negan was not in this episode, Jess. Zero Negan tonight. We got DJ Better in the live motherfucking chat. Uh, we got so many people in the chat. Jimmy Olsen Blues, who really, really was not feeling this episode at different times. We got Uncle D in the live chat. So I can't wait to get into this episode with you tonight, Joe, because I don't know, and and I love I love when it- situations like this because I have a feeling we probably felt a little bit differently differently than each other about this episode. There were parts of this episode that I remembered that you really liked. No, 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 not that I re- really liked, oh. but that I remembered what I liked about The Walking Dead, where there were certain setups and certain scenes where we were focusing more on the characters. One thing I've been shouting and bitching and moaning about a lot is that we have too many characters that I don't give a shit about and that we focus on. We got a little of that tonight. But for the most part, we had some scenes tonight that were just Rick, just just Maggie, and okay, one one just Rick scene, one two, scene. Well, we're talking one scene, Joe. I'm talking about two, one scene, two one scene. just Maggie scenes, and everything else was stupid peripheral characters. It really was. It really was. Things. But don't you think within there there was five percent of a good episode of The Walking Dead tonight? Can you give me that 5% of a good episode when somewhere? When you have to have your characters do stupid things to get action, it's not a good episode. <laughs> to, to get the action that you think is good, it's not. So I, I don't know how to, like... Oh, no, no, we're going to get all into explain it. it. Like, In general, I think I like the first 23 minutes of this episode. The action se- segment that we started the episode wa- from, I like that it was kind of no wasting any time. I like that I was wrong in thinking that they would push off this fight at Hilltop. So the first 23 minutes of this episode with the action, I can't say that I hated it. It was a little confusing. It wasn't <coughs> shot perfectly, but at least it was, at least the pacing was up. It was on, right, Joe? It was awesome. <laughs> I'm so kidding. I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. So, uh, so, so no, no, no. Joe, you're not, you weren't feeling tonight's episode? <laughs> Joe needs to take some shots. So uh, Waiting for Katie to get back. 
Got to start this off right. Tina says it's not even 6 a.m. here, Phil. Phil, go back to fucking sleep. I'm celebrating for Timo, too. Lots of love to Timo, who is recovering from some health situations. We want to give Timo lots of love here for whenever she watches this later later in time. And uh, I, this episode wasn't that bad. It's probably about as good as the show's going to get now. I guess that's what I'm saying, Joe. I think tonight is as good as we get. This is as good of an episode of The Walking Dead as we're going to get. Because at least we got some. Because Okay, the other thing I kind of liked about this episode, Joe, and I, I can't wait till we get into this and, and you really break down what you thought here. But I, I think the other thing I mildly enjoyed about this episode is I feel like they at least tried to use the walkers in unique ways in this episode and serve as somewhat of a threat. The, the poisoning of the weapons and the tainted weapon thing and the way that that scene towards the end part of the episode happened where all the people were waking, waking up. It, again, that's what reminded me a little bit of the old Walking Dead when all the characters were having to scurry in the moment to deal with the intense situation of a bunch of walkers behind enemy line or behind your secure line and actually securing as a threat of some sort. So I I appreciate them trying to bring that back. I don't know if it's, again, too late, too much past the point for a lot of people to care. But I at least appreciate that some of the shit I've been bitching about this season, about too many characters that I don't give a fuck about, was somewhat... At least Maggie got some shit to do tonight. And the walkers, okay. were, the walkers were used reasonably well in this episode. Okay, so what you got to remember, too, here is this. And you might not remember it or know it, but I think you do. You can't give too much credit of what happened tonight with the walkers being a threat and used in this way to the pro uh, showrunners and the producers. This is something that comes straight from the books. Okay, so it's a cool thing from the books that I, di I didn't know, Joe. I, I didn't know that this came from the books. I All I know is that I like this. I think yep. this I think this is a cool little touch that that felt again like a little bit of a throwback to the moments where, holy shit, we're, we're in trouble. What's the fuck's going on here? And I thought it was it was that was the best part of the episode for me when we got okay. into that section. And I personally didn't like this whole part of the story in the book, in the in the novels, or in the show. Because wow, that 1800 is good. Um, <laughs> because how many times did we like smear ourselves down with zombie guts? How many times has this shit poured all over Rick in his mouth, nose, eyes, ears? You know what I'm saying? Like, either it's going to get you sick. It, like, never got anybody sick before. Now, all of a sudden, Gabriel got sick because Negan mentioned it. Now, it's a magical fucking thing that happens from more than just bite or dying. <laughs> so, it didn't work for me there. It doesn't work for me here. Very fair, Joe. And I just wanted to rhyme there. It doesn't work for me there. It didn't work for me here. Yeah, Very fair. Just shoot, shoot enough people, and guess what? Those people are going to turn, too. Yeah, no, I hear that. <clears throat> and like I said, I'm not too familiar with the comic, but I do appreciate the wiping the deck a little bit and getting down to the business of char or at least the characters that we have a little bit more history with, whether we're at the point where we care too much about them anymore or not. It's just right. But instead of instead of doing what you're saying there, they even introduce semi-introduce another character 
just to kill her off in this episode. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. And it was so it was so you it was so obvious. We'll get to that at the beginning of the episode, but it was so obvious that that character is going to die very quick. Gruff person that's talking about the the a life that's large. Like she knows what's going on. Oh, she's so fucking <laughs> dead, Joe. She's so fucking dead. And everyone in the live motherfucking chat, thank you. Uh, people, are, people are saying thank you, Joe. Joe's having none of it. I pre- I appreciate shut not letting fa- Phil. I'm gonna shut this shit down right here. <laughs> shut this positivity down right here. But don't get me wrong. It's again what I always what I always say. It's like I'm in a pile of shit and I'm looking for quarters. And I'm and if I'm in this pile of shit and I'm gonna be bathing in the shit, I'm gonna look and see if anyone ate something interesting, Joe. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna like not sift through it. I'm just if I'm stuck in the pile of shit, I'm gonna like try to find morsels of goodness. <laughs> so I guess what you're trying to say is if you're sifting through shit for quarters, you're going to keep an eye out for pearls. Pa- that's better. You're, you're way more eloquent than I than I could have said it, Joe. I like that. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> either way, Phil, your hands are covered in shit. Either way, either way, Joe, there's a lot of shit going on, and we're going to break it all the fuck down. Hannah in the live chat, how many times have they killed Walker and blood got into their eyes and nose? And that that's what Joe's saying. It's It's not like... It's not like things like this haven't happened before, and suddenly Father Gabriel gets sick, Negan doesn't get sick, and this becomes a major thing. And yeah, and everybody else now can be infected by just getting some of this blood in them. I think I feel this. like like uh, Montrose does in the live chat. This episode was okay, not good. The hilltop fight in the books was better. Tobin well, di- started. Yeah, it was much better. And uh, Tobin uh, also says. Uh, someone says this episode was okay. Tobin dies and turns fast. Carl wouldn't die, and uh, and okay, so Tobin dies. This was something that bothered me in the episode, Joe, because we we had a an emotion, a, a supposed to be emotional moment between Carol and and Tobin there, and I get it. We've established that, but we haven't seen them. I I want to say together, legitimately having interactions for almost a year in in uh in right, in but it's only time. been a month. But it's only been yeah, it's only been a week or a month. So they they treat it on the show like we're supposed to care about it, like it has all this buildup or something. Where I feel like it just doesn't. It interferes. It just, it interferes. It's just I didn't need it. Fuck Tobin. If I never saw Tobin again, I wouldn't have given two shits. And but I like the actor. Scene we can't have Carol be all like, oh. I have to kill Tobin now. Oh. <laughs> right when it literally could have just been anybody fucking else, but they have to give us that scene so they can give Carol something to do rather than have somebody watch kids to make sure they don't do stupid fucking things. <laughs> Hannah says, I forgot Tobin even existed. Right? Me too. I was like, oh yeah, that guy. So did Carol. <laughs> I remember I remember he was in the background here and there every now and then. Like yeah isn't he wasn't he on oz or something like that's all like that's all i think i remember about him is the actor was i want to say the actor was on oz or something or on some other shows that i've watched in the past but and again i don't want to i don't want to hammer this home too much but laurie laurie cohen uh maggie is just again sleepwalking through every line there was a couple of couple of moments in this episode with her and her bodyguard uh uh, like I don't know who 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 the name of the character that's walking around with her that's that's her sounding board. Every Maggie scene, this is how she's delivering dialogue now. Okay, so let's I, start right from. I'm sorry, Joe. This is how I, I'm doing the podcast. The start, Bill. Right from the start. What's the one thing that we always say in the show? 
show us, don't tell us. The right before they go to credits, the like commercial break at like they start the show and like the last words out of her mouth. I can't remember what they were. At now the moment, it begins. Like, was it was it something like now, now it, be- it begins? begins. Oh no shit. Really? <laughs> really, Carol? Now the Carol, whatever Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. Now the episode begins. You gotta tell us this. We don't know that this is come on. We've been built and no, Maggie, it began when they bashed your fucking husband's brain in, didn't it? Isn't Ugh. that when it really began? Come on, now it begins. It was Okay, so now this battle begins. All right, you gotta tell us that. I'm the man with nothing to lose. Come on. <laughs> there were so many cliches in this episode. It's not even funny. No. And as much yeah. as I love... Here lo- we go. As Here much as go. I love yeah. Simon, he was almost as bad as Arnold Schwarzenegger in Batman and Robin. He might as well have just gone, I am going to make these these Alexandrians chill out. I'm going to get Hilltop up the hill. Get to the chopper now. Like He, he, was, he was next level punning it. <laughs> And uh, do we all agree, Uncle D says, that The Walking Dead became the show we love to hate many seasons ago? Uh, for Definitely for for Joe and I, I'd say it really it really started yeah. to get bad halfway through season six is when the, the, the major change went over. Analysis of Thrones. So sh- throw some support for Joe's armory. He is building behind him. We, the zombies, take over. I know where I'm. Yeah, when the zombies take over, I know where I'm going. So analysis of Thrones gets a spin of the wheel as Joe's building up his armory. Knife for the back of the head. Knives for the back of the motherfucking head. Let's see where analysis lands on. For any part of the head. Oh, analysis got a clubs. Got a spin again. Blackjack, sword, machete. There we go. Windmills are coming. And let's get into it. I also got a couple of comments from uh, from people throughout the episode. Uh, this is from uh, DJ Better in the live motherfucking chat. Okay, I'm going to type stuff as it happens, so so don't forget. Um, I'm okay with Morgan's inner struggles because it's part of his story, but they – but it, but uh, that should be it. Carol should have said to the kid, I will end up dying trying to watch you. The conversation with the doctor was a fucking waste. Like the action about time that was a bit hard to follow. Why did Dwight take out Simon? Why didn't Dwight take out Simon the first chance he got? And, right, right, right. Yeah. And, right. And I, I saw that scene and I'd have to watch it again. Was he initially thinking about aiming at Simon, but instead he shot Tara? Like, was he. He shot Tara to stop Simon from hitting Tara with a bloodied club. And anyone who's. Shooting Simon in the back of the fucking head. And anyone who thinks that Tara is going to be poisoned, she didn't. Dwight never poisoned his arrows. Yeah. There's no way he fucking poisoned his arrows. Or if he did, it wasn't that arrow he poisoned. Yeah, that exactly. Was a fresh arrow. Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. But no, it, why didn't he just shoot Simon? It makes no sense. Oh, because one of the other saviors would see him. Big fucking deal. Take up arms now. Right now, take up arms and start hitting them all in the fucking shooting them all. Like, <coughs> kill them all, Joe. Kill them all, motherfucker. Oh, thank you so much for the sub, Jess Gaming. Jess, Jess is gaming. Really do appreciate that. And to everyone joining us tonight, you guys are fucking awesome. So let's not waste any more foreplay. I've got a lot of bunch of other shit I could say here at the beginning, but fuck it. Let's get into this episode right now, not waste any time, and get into this shit with the recap. See, I can't even get too excited for it, but okay, so. 
I mean, I could, but it would just be fake, Joe. It wouldn't. It wouldn't matter. It would. It wouldn't be real excitement. And you know, if I'm gonna do that, it has to be genuine. Mark Price, really awesome dude. Everything that isn't fighting the saviors is a waste. Kill them yep. all. Yep. Oh, I can't wait to get to the end of this episode with the shit that happened with that kid. Uh, so we haven't really mentioned the kid. He's a big part of this episode, too. But we open back up on Morgan's on the back of Morgan's head. He's looking at a vision of dead Gavin who says, you know what it is, Joe. You know what it is, don't you? This is you know what it this is. is. You know what it is. Why, of all the people, of all the people he's killed, this is the one. This is the guy. The idiot. I don't want to kill you, Morgan. <laughs> I just want to haunt you. Joe, I am going to haunt you. Go, just go. Your story has gotten stupid and bring that stupid over to fucking with Gimple and get the fuck out. <laughs> everybody, analysis, analysis, your super chat donation, everybody, whatever you're drinking, pick it up wherever you are and let's toast to analysis of Thrones for his awesome super chat donation. Cheers to you, man. Cheers to you. Cheers. Mm -mm. Yeah, let's clear Morgan the fuck out of here. Yeah, the crossover episode is coming. It's coming, Joe, for the first time ever. And that's what they're what that's what's starting to happen right now. They're leading into everything that's gonna make Morgan leave and the crossover when he meets up with Nick or Strand or whoever the hell he's gonna meet up with. Or uh, the, I don't know any other character names from Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, what's that? What's the main? What's the main? Uh, the uh, the main character's name there? Uh, oh, fuck it. I, I'm not even gonna try. To, I'm not even gonna try to. <laughs> not even gonna try to remember. Anyways. So, uh, so is is Nick at this point the main character in Fear the Walk? Not the mom, I think. Is yeah, the what's main the character. what's the mom's name on the show? Stupid idiot. Stupid idiot. Stupid fucking idiot <laughs> who makes no sense whatsoever in any of the decisions she has made from fucking go. Everything, every time that woman opens her mouth, I'm like, you're a Madison. Stupid fucking Madison. Idiot. Madison. Every time she fucking performs any kind of action. And I, I want to be like, you know, except breathing or walking, but. Joe, that, that makes, really that can't. makes me ask a question. Who is the single stupidest, most infuriating character uh, to you in both universes? She, Madison from Fear the Walking Dead. In both universes? Both universes. Both universes all together. Who would, who would, who's a, give me a top two or three people that pop into your head right away about dumbasses in the Walking Dead universe. I'll 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 let you think for a second while She's while not, like it's like am I giving you who I hate like who I hate the most or who do, who's like the biggest idiot just biggest idiot, biggest who biggest they wrote like an idiot who does the idiot, most idiot things does the most idiot things for the basis Her. of this Madison Madison definitely Her. top of the list. And she's only got two seasons in right now. Like her for sure. Her <laughs> without a doubt. Her. 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 Sentovia says, I, I agree with Joe about fear. The Grand Theft Auto game, come back to life. The kid was the most annoying tonight, wins the most annoying award from DJ in the live yep. chat. Yep, just walk up and shoot them all. Guess what? Job done, kid. But they it, all killed your brother. But it, I am Negan. But in the words of Tony Soprano to AJ, when you had your moment, what'd you do? Nothing. You're a big fucking nothing. You just did shit. And Okay, I don't want to get into I I, I don't want to jump ahead here, but what the flying fuck Steen Burger shit? What did that walker come from inside the pen? Did one of the saviors get shot? That was we, the chicky savior. 
the, the, I don't know how she got injured. How did though. she get injured or shot? Did she get some friendly fire from the saviors hitting her because they didn't hit well, any of She got shot running between, like, around the building. Did we ever see that? that and I missed it because it seemed to just come out of nowhere. Like, we need something to happen in here. So, magically, a walker appears behind well, them. We saw her. We saw her. She was in the horde attacking the, the hilltop with Simon, right? And somehow she gets captured injured dies or okay you know hit with one of their weapons and dies i don't know i missed it in in the pen after the onslaught at some okay so they did they did establish i must have missed that i must have i didn't know she was hurt they didn't show her hurt they just showed her kind of being like it just seemed to come out of nowhere for me and maybe i'm just absent-minded i am a hippie i am a hippie but in that situation i was like where the what the shit like like who what that? It just it just the record scratched me in that situation. K Rich said, still catching up, love the battle. Finally just saw the kid try for, try for Ollie's status. Okay, so uh so then we deal with this whole Morgan with Yeah, the... he pretty much made Ollie's status. That's straight up Ollie right there. That the kid's a fucking moron. <laughs> so we someone de- bash that brain and when they find them, please. So we'll get to that a little bit later too, but okay, so Because we... he's just gonna die anyway if he tries to do anything. Yeah, of course. And I think DJ said it best, uh DJ Vetter said it best. When uh it's it's Carol's gonna fucking die in this situation. There Carol had one or two lines in this episode that just screamed to me of I'm going to die. One line when she said something along the lines of of yeah, I used to feel some way, but now I'm okay with everything. I think every day is a gift or some shit like that. Oh, when she was talking to fuckface, Tobin. Yeah, Tobin. It, that was, no, because that was lying. That was Tobin, you're about to die. Okay, f- fair enough. Maybe it was Tobin's about to die, but I, I thought I was reading some uh, Carol's about to die too. And, and the, if they're going to continue writing her character like this, then sh- they can fucking kill her. So right. So we get, we get uh, Morgan who... I know what you're saying, Joe, but Lenny James is a good actor, so I don't mind seeing him on screen too much. But I don't know why the fuck are they – because Gavin's still on the payroll for this season. They decide they have to have him as – shouldn't he see his wife or his kid? Wouldn't that be the more proper – if Morgan's having flashes of people he's had to kill in his past? Or, I mean, I know that that was different because it was a human versus the walkers. But if he's seeing visions, shouldn't he be seeing multiple people, not just focusing on Gavin? But whatever, Gavin's on the payroll. Fuck Gavin. He's on the payroll, whatever. Like, uh, let's use him. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I really, I can't. I want to get drunk so I can rage. I just don't have it. Like, yeah, it just sucks. I know it's gonna suck. It sucked. Now I get to talk about it sucking. Uh, let me count the way. Like, we'll go through each and every single way and how every single person sucked. But I think by this. By this time, most of you know exactly what I'm going to point out in this episode. You probably watch it, and you're probably like, "Stop! Ah, they're going to fucking piss on that part. Ah, they're going to piss on that part." Yeah, that, that's that's why I try to. Th- part that makes you go like, "Huh?" It's <laughs> definitely a piss on part, and that's most. Yeah, we we, we have a couple. We had a couple of uh, t- couple of uh, tweets from people on that. Uh, uh, Mandela TSS says, "Oh, I can't wait to see Dirty Locks' reaction to the zombies falling down and fu- the fucking steps and no one waking the hell up." I can't- right, right. <laughs> come, come on, none of them. A room full of fucking people, hurt, injured, tired, sure, hungry as all fucking hell, most likely. Well, they, that that solves their food problem, right? Uh I, it may like like this dude fought a hundred and sixty pound dude 
head over heels down an entire flight of stairs, landing on the floor next to six sleeping people, or if not more. Nobody budges. Nobody budges. Bitch screaming outside. <laughs> ah! <laughs> As she gets eat. Guy screaming. Yeah, in the remember, remember how silent it was when the shooting stopped? That's how silent this must be all the time, right? Come on. Come on. There wasn't even a cricket fucking cranking in the fucking background. And that's how silent it was. Like, fucking, just fucking stupid. Just stupid. Like, stupid. You're going to write stuff like that. It's, it's, you know what? You know what? Greg Nicotero, Scott fucking Gimple. Here's, here's why you're such fucking idiots. And here's why your show's plummeting into the fucking nether regions. It's because it's totally plausible that a 160-pound zombie fall down the stairs. It's totally plausible that even if somebody wakes up from that, they still get fucking bitten. What's not plausible, you fucking morons, you absolute fucking dolts, is that nobody in that room wakes up from the zombie tumbling head over heels down the entire flight of fucking stairs in an old mansion. We're not talking about 10, 12 stairs. We're talking about what's probably like 25 fucking stairs. Thud, 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 thud. Squash, crack, whatever. Like, just fucking... And the door, the front door, wide open. (laughs) Wide the fuck open. And isn't it isn't it great that the zombies all the way across the courtyard got there at the same time dude fell down the stairs. Talk about kismet fucking timing. It's fucking awesome. You people are fucking idiots. Like, how how do you Kirkman? Kirkman, right? How do you allow this to fucking happen to your material? Like, payday, I don't give a fuck anymore. Pay me, bitches. All I really care about is this, is the shit that's on paperback. Like, seriously, like, that's yours. You, you guys you guys can have the Walking Dead TV universe. That's still mine. That's still written decently for comic book, for graphic novel sake. But no, like, I, I'd be furious. I'd be on the fucking air, left and right. These people are ruining <laughs> what could be fucking premium shit premium television isn't he suing amc isn't there like a court case with amc or something i i i don't know a lot about that i'd have to dig into that a little bit before i talk about my ass a uh, chalk boy wants to know if katie agrees with that joe is always right the show is more entertaining <coughs> it's, this show is more entertaining than the walking dead itself thank you vfw warlord or vf excuse me Ooh, vf warlord uh sean allen says what would it take for amc to pull the plug on this dreck i think if ratings keep slipping the way they are they're going to do something like announce the final season to try to like get hype built up and then try to just that's why they're moving gimple over to fear the walking dead to maybe create another spin-off series a few years later after they put walking dead off and then just always keep a walking because dead nobody's show on. gonna pay gimple to do anything with their shows ever the fuck again because the material alone was enough to get people excited for a show like this a, a television show about zombies actual zombie apocalypse television show i don't think that had ever happened before right so it was something that was new it had good source material and so for the first few years 
it's hard to fuck up. Oh, that, but v- Gimple, given the popularity and the success, whoever was above Gimple said, Gimple, you're the man now. And he shit the bed. VF, VF, all over it, man. Uh, Warlord says Robert Kirkman is suing AMC at this point. Okay, so I'm not making that up at this point because they shortchanged, they shortchanged him in royalties. Okay, yeah. Not because they fucking killed his fucking material and shit, but no, because they didn't pay him enough. <laughs> for what they're doing to him, hey. For what they're doing to it, right. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to take my baby and do horrible things to him, you better pay me a lot for that shit. Uh, you didn't pay me for them toys, bitches. Yeah, you didn't pay me. You didn't pay it. Yeah, you tell it like it is, Joe. They're at war. Where is their lookout, says Hannah. Michael's Right, not- right. Nobody. <laughs> Hannah's, Nobody. Hannah speaks like, some serious truth in the live chat every week. Like I some say. of them, some of these, some like a bunch of prisoners got out, right? But even before that, we just got attacked. We don't know if that's all of them. There could be more. Negan wasn't here. Does he have more? Don't worry about lookouts. Everybody come on in. We're going to have a big slumber party on the floor in the fucking mansion. Now, Aaron and... Don't, no, 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 no. Nobody get up on the wall. Nobody get... Nope, 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 nope. Nobody guard the prisoners. Nope, 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 nope. No nurses on duty with the sick people. No one guard the prisoners all night. No, no, no way. Just let a little kid grab a gun and walk up to it. Aaron says this episode started off as like a champ. Then after the battle, the shit writing, lazy, fear the walking dead, lazy writing took over. Wow, after battle, that is your life in your mortal danger. You go to bed. Montrose says the walking dead has been going down. Adrenaline. Where's the bonfire in the middle of the courtyard and the hooting and hollering? Yeah, we kicked their asses. Yay, only seven of us died. K Rich says Maggie gave everyone the night off because they were tired, and that's why they slept through the zombie falling down the stairs. Perfectly logical. Logical, Jim. No, see, what Maggie doesn't understand here, like, I get Maggie being like, oh, this is the cost. This is the cost about all the bodies and the bo- more bodies at the end, right? But here's the thing, Maggie. The guy up on the on the ledge, he wasn't necessarily wrong. Greg was all about himself, right? And even though what you seem to think you have done here is all about what you wanted and what you needed to feel better, just like Ollie down downstairs, right? So even though that's the case, everybody else there wants to kill all the saviors too. They'd like it to be done and not to have to kill them, but they don't want to be savior slaves, Negan's wives, and fucking, they want revenge for the people that they've lost as well. So it's not as selfish as you think. And to continue they've into- They've agreed. They've agreed to fight the saviors, right? So it's not selfish, Maggie. We've agreed to all fight them. What's your plan? All right, bring them here. It's not your fault, Maggie. That's- Good plan. We beat them. Yep. Yeah. Stop fucking crying in your fucking Cheerios. We all, we're all adults here, except the little boy that nobody's watching that's letting everybody out of the fucking cave. Except for little Ollie over there. I love it. Sneaking up in the fucking gun battle and stabbing people in the neck, the little fucking psychopath. Come on. Keep crying into your Cheerios, Maggie. Don't do anything. Just fucking tell him to piss off, little fuck. Don't watch him afterwards. No, if you go into battle, you're going to die. But not if you just wander around by yourself without supervision. You'll be fine there, kid. Don't worry about it. Nobody gives a shit about you anyway. <laughs> Fucking 
Wow. <laughs> so Mantra said, The Walking Dead's been going downhill since the season six finale. It hasn't gotten any better. Hopefully season nine with new storylines will put the show in a different direction. Jess says, The Saviors put the Grand Theft Auto and come back to life. Oh my God, Joe. You're, the show messed up by going from the farm to the prison too quick. Maybe Morgan's road trip will make up for it. Uh, I think it was off screen talking about other stuff. This is why I tuned in to hear Joe say it sucked. Fast forward back to the present. Uh, there we go. The prison... That was the prison flu scene all over again. They could have at least got them to wear some booby shirts. Wait a second. Yep. I, I forgot. Yep. Repeat. Yep. Lobsters and, are psychic. So, so you stab me in the belly, Phil, right? You stitch me up, but you don't bring me a clean fucking shirt. Right? So you get to sit there. I'm in a sweaty fucking like, I don't know how many day old t-shirt, right? With blood from my bloody gut wound from the knife that i was stabbed in but don't worry it's patched up underneath and clean no no worries that any of this bacteria and shit's gonna get into my wound i'll just leave my shitty fucking shirt on while i talk to carol she'll love that oh my fuck she'll think it's hot and uh I'll ask her if she wants to stay around a while <laughs> So we're we open up back on Morgan's head. So uh, we're we're only a few seconds into this episode. So uh, the the saviors are coming. The horns are blowing. We see uh, Jerry, and then we go over to finally over to Maggie. And Maggie is like, uh, as Joe pointed out earlier, the line of the night. Maggie goes, wait, here, here we go. Let's get the volume up. Oh wait, sorry, Joe. How did Rick get back in? No, hey, Rick was uh, Rick had to come it's in. On. It's on. Y'all gonna die. During a zombie apocalypse, it's important to forget the children and say you slow down. Broke love uh, liked the episode. I don't want to say love. Thomas says, can the TV show really turn itself around? Is it the same network and how it allowed things to go on season after season? It's just the cow that they milk that they milk now. Could it actually get better again? That is a, that is a good question. Joe and I, we talk about that a lot, even, even off air, whether, whether it could possibly, whether it even has the potential to get better again. And uh, hey, Milk, good to see Milk in the live chat. Ducks, good to see a lot of people in the chat. It, Tom. it can because here's the thing: I'm gonna I'm gonna come right out and say it. It can absolutely get better again. And there's a few things that have to happen that probably won't happen because of you know how much money is at play and how much money this would cost. But essentially, you have to fire almost everyone, right? Not the actors not the sound guys i wouldn't even get rid of um what's his name with the special effects right nicotero uh, nicotero right i wouldn't even get rid of him i wouldn't necessarily allow him to direct anymore but i wouldn't get rid of him because he does a great job with a lot of the special effects okay now i mean the guy is a legend right so but you would have to fire almost all the writers. And if you went from one season to the next, right, which I'm hoping this is the season that this happens, and just write it sensibly. I don't care if all the personalities fucking change in this, in this, you know, in mid-season, in the season break coming into next season. <laughs> I don't care if, like, all of a sudden it's like, wow. You know, this isn't the Rick we knew, or this isn't the Carol or the Maggie we knew, because Carol's not saying stupid cliche shit. 
Rick's not running around in circles screaming coral still, right? Joe, you can't fire the craft service people. It's not their fault, Joe. Come on. Right, right. It's not the craft service people's fault. So it's not yeah, it's not it's not the Teamsters. Yeah, so, yeah, don't fire them, Joe. Come on. It, it, but if there were these personality changes where suddenly they weren't doing stupid shit and suddenly they weren't saying stupid shit and suddenly they were doing things that would make you say, I would do that. That is how I would behave or hope I would behave in these situations, which is what people really kind of watch these shows for, right? That's you want to put yourself in these it's situations. One, it's one or the other thing. It's we talked about this we, universe. We talked about we talked about this a little bit last week, Joe. It's it's one of two things. It's either you want to put yourself into the world, or you want it to be so. Or at least for me, I want one of two things. I want it either to be put myself in the world in real situations and question the moments, or I want it so over the top, like Santa Clarita dot. Uh, Clarenta diet or whatever like that, or you you probably what you get on iZombie or something like over the top, silly, crazy. Like Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah, like, like I haven't seen that yet, but but yeah. But no, like the movies, you yeah, know, like, like over like the, the top action. Yeah. One right. or the, one or the other, either t- like either Kill Bill style. Right, and if The Walking Dead came back and was a little bit more like that, as I often say, I would not mind it as much. That's why, again, I didn't mind as as much the beginning of the episode because when they do action it's a it feels a little bit more like that to me like a little bit more if if that same action piece was in a better episode around it it would be a good action piece for me it, it kept me it kept me entertained while i was watching that section does that mean but it, how did it with all the cliche shit that is that okay so this is where i don't because it was that because it was filmed and i was kind of ready for this one like i said when you were like there was things about this episode oh yeah you're, and you're i was like that you liked I thought this was what we were going to talk about. So, A, we've seen, okay, our, our group learned, right, from the Terminus people. They hoarded them around the, the thing. So that's a little cool, but we've seen that before, so not too cool. But, hey, they learned. So, okay. But then on top of that, like, oh, what was my other point? Shit, what? See, his point is that the beginning of the episode was somewhat uh, captivating. In it. No, no, that's not your point. Oh, and then the cli- – <laughs> yeah, right. The cliche moment of instead of Simon getting shot in the back of the head with the arrow, oh, it was all, it was we awful. have Daryl watching from a distance instead of just shooting the fuck out of them. Oh, wait. He does shoot, but somebody pops their head up and dies instead. Like – Oh yeah, it was silly as fuck, Joe. It was silly as fuck. All I but mean- they try to make it feel real as fuck, mm. and that's where they fail because they don't embrace that campiness. They still try to make these stupid fucking cliche moments real feeling, and I'm sorry, it doesn't. Like instead of chasing after Daryl and Simon in that moment, like Rick kind of did, or like Daryl wants to do all the fucking time anyway. Joe, I I want to I want to make it clear what I mean by that the action scene I enjoyed. I enjoyed it from a and this is where you were saying these people shouldn't be fired. From a filming standpoint, I think the way it was directed and how it was all cut together was a little bit confusing because I couldn't follow what was going on cuz what was going on was fucking stupid as you pointed out. But visually, I thought I I thought it looked kind of cool. And well, it always looks cool when people are shooting. It guns. doesn't always look cool. Last season, <laughs> last season, a lot of shit did not look cool. It looked fake. Okay. It looked like yeah. weird suits p- 
poor makeup, poor action scenes. We have episodes where characters just talk and we get a half a moment of action. So for them to actually give me 23 minutes of action, even if the story around it was shit and it didn't all make sense, I'm okay with that because that to me is a step in the right direction. We look for these points that you say, can it get better? It needs to do things. It needs to have at least... 60% of these episodes being action, I think. And I'm not an action junkie. And I'm not someone that only likes shows that are heavy action. But I think in The Walking Dead, the way that the writing staff, what they do well, is nonsensical shit like this. They can make... They can make this fly if they don't have to couple it with Morgan being a beautiful mind for a second Carol saying goodbye to a lover and associate it but no you take two decent moments with the zombie action at the end that could have been could have been done well and I thought was probably the best part of the episode and you take a useless action scene with not a lot of story and crap attached to it but there's ways to stitch that together in a better way if you have a better writing staff so just give me the whole episode of action because that was all right if this episode was if we come in here and this was a uh, a 45 50 minute episode of just the all the battle no dialogue scenes nothing this was a battle of the wall kind of episode and we get just balls to the wall beginning to end action that would have been a better episode than what we got I do. I wouldn't want any dialogue. Once they break it down and start, I've been waiting for that for so long, Phil. Since AVP came out, that, I've been waiting for that. That's what we need on this fucking show. When they break it down and start getting into dialogue and making points, like it sucks. It fucking sucks. They can't do that. They they're bad at it. And seriously, so that's Tara what I now mean. flip flopping back and forth. Oh my fucking god, Daryl just shoot her with no Darryl motivations. Just shoot her with no fucking motivations, dude. It's going back and forth and back and forth and fucking back and fucking forth. But so I want to make it clear: this isn't me saying I like flashy things. I'm saying from a standpoint of if I've been saying that the show is boring and demanding this shit, like going, "Come on, give me fucking action, give me fucking action." This this episode was twenty percent there. Give me fucking a whole episode of this. You're like, they can't do that. But they can do one episode. You, you build up this whole battle. Give it to us for a whole fucking episode. Make all those moments of these emotional fucking moments in this, in this building pay off with a big fucking action piece at the end. Instead, you, yep. you do it for a quarter of an episode. Then take a break for some emotional, uh, look, we're smart. And then you bring another action scene with the zombie stuff. Just make it straight through and flow better. That, that's all I'm saying, Joe. Yeah, no, I... There's something to be said for that, Phil, because I, I kind of just said it. When the movie Alien vs. Predator came out, and the first time I heard that this was going to be a thing... Freddy vs. Jason. I thought, too. no, well, or Freddy vs. Jason, right? This was another one they fucked up on. It does not have to have, especially the AVP, any, because a big part of Freddy is his dialogue, right? right. Not Jason, but Freddy. <clears throat> but AVP... The aliens don't talk, and the predator doesn't talk, and they are both supreme fighter, hunter, predator things. You could have given us a movie that was just that, that was silent from dialogue and straight-up ballsy action in preparation for that action. They screwed that pooch. Why did there even have to be humans involved in that movie? No, I... You know, and so what you're saying here for an episode... It wouldn't be bad. How like, but here's the thing, and we don't see them training. We don't see 
that there's anybody that's ever had any training. Abraham's now dead, right? Rosita, we don't know if she's ever really had any training. But why isn't there like, there's no communication in these fights. Someone mentioned last, a uh, couple days ago when we were watching, and a few times they've mentioned it, might be Critch, maybe. Uh, or, um, no, uh, uh, SM Down, always calling in. Yep, Jay. Strike Back. Jay. Strike Back is uh, unfucking believable with their action. There's action in every episode. And when these two guys are out there kicking ass and doing the bad guy, good guy thing, the constant communication in their movements in how they go to attack while the battle is going on because they have to depend on each other. They have to know what each other is. It's this verbal communication and it's Joe. It's no, Joe. And just to connect, just to connect to the walking dead season five of the walking dead or season four of the walking dead. When our group was on the road and going through, they had that. Our prime yep. group had that. They didn't have to talk. We had action scenes. When I see, when I say action too, I'm not like we can't have any emotion moments. But right, right. now, with The Walking Dead, with the, what it, where it's at, and the storyline that they're choosing to do, this war those. with the saviors. Ultimately, you did the emotional stuff when you killed the characters. You had that build up last season. This season alone should all be about action. The war season. Just put it balls to the wall. I don't think the show's at its best when it's doing this war. But if you're going to do it, do it the fuck up and give us a whole season of kick-ass, not even like straight action, but deep, like Deep Space Nine did it. Ding, ding, everyone drink. I mentioned Deep Space Nine. Did it for a se like season six of Deep Space Nine. In five of Deep Space Nine when they were hardcore in the Dominion War and the Dominion took over. Well, whatever, I don't want to spoil Deep Space Nine. But like they just kept the action going, still did some one-off episodes, some kind of moments. And they laid off the emotional shit. They laid off the emotional stuff. Set, season seven had more emotional stuff dealing with. But no, like, they should have made this all-out war. All-out war, yeah. And it should have just been all-out war, action, push, 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 whatever. And they haven't. So this was our big payoff. I know we're going to have more, and obviously we have three more episodes of this season. Um, and I don't know if there will be any other big orgasmic season moments, but they let up this battle for Hilltop for a while. And I think they could have made they could have extended this a little bit longer because this could have been a two episode uh, battle. But instead, they chose to take or I was just going to say or or it could have been a longer episode. But in, but instead, they, they choose to do all battle. They in, they they choose like the most ridiculous kind of episodes to have as longer episodes. Let's do a let's do a flashback for Tara's Tara's past in a uh, in a uh, flashback. Right. Episode. Yeah. Right. This should have been an episode that was long. This should have been all the fucking battle. And then next episode should have been people dying and coming back as fucking because <laughs> Who knows who got wounded from bloodied shit and unbloodied shit? And right? At Atari Dad says Freddy and Jason was done better than Alien versus Predator, in my opinion. Me too, because I think we at least got the big fights with uh, Freddy and Jason, and when they were on, it was it was it was like you know battle royale action going on there. Joe is not going harsh. Rare moments is Jasmine. I feel like uh, bad people will talk about the things they hate more than the things they like. And everyone, thank you so much again for being with us tonight. You guys are awesome in the live motherfucking chat. Thomas says, I liked Alien vs. Predator, hate Aliens vs. Predator 2. Oh, well, Scott has re re retconned that off of existence. New trend, just do part two and threes to recon movies. People hate that after they love it. That's just recon everything. That's what they like to do now. K-Rich said, still not convinced that the uh, 
that the other than the last two episodes we've established that zombie blood is death to touch with open skin if so what about we've talked about that a couple of times k rich and we'll we'll mention it again here what about up the nose splash in the mouth all that sort of shit eyes nose mouth right we've bathed in this shit it has poured all think about how many times we've seen rick bloodied head to toe but he has no open wounds for that to get into. Tom asks, Tom says, if there was no Walking Dead, does that mean we wouldn't get Joe and Phil on Sunday nights? No, you'd still get us. We'd just be talking about other shows. So uh, every every other week that Joe has off, and uh, sometimes he has multiple Sundays off. And uh, twenty six weeks a year. Yeah, we, we try to be on here for together on Sunday evenings at around ten ten thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so we go over. Let's continue on this episode because we're seriously only at the very beginning. We go over to the kid and Ezekiel. Remember Ezekiel? He was in the season once. He's in this episode Who? too. Ezekiel, the guy with the dreadlocks. Oh, thou art the, the little boy. Oh, and did you know that Jesus was in this episode, too? He didn't have a line. Oh, he had a boot. He had a boot and a flash for a moment, but they made sure they gave Enid lines. I like that, they oh. giving, I like that they're giving Enid lines and not Jesus oh. lines because, you know, she's such she's so much better of a character. Okay. And that other woman, she deserves Oh, yeah, that, that, uh, that whatever. So now maybe we'll feel something when she gets yeah. fucking eaten. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, she fucking matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, but... you're a doctor? You've been trained in some sort of medicine in the past? What good are you here? But it's not like we've established or or care about or Jesus is an interesting character in the comic books that they could that in the graphic novels that they could explore his his thing. But no, 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 we'll ignore Jesus. Fuck, fuck, fuck him. He, he, he's stupid. Like he's well, back out of nowhere. He hasn't been in like what the last seven episodes. No, 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 no. But but we'll have him show up every once in a while to to talk cryptically about how you know you need to save lives and totally not understand what to do with them and then eventually kill him like they did with Tyrese. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, this interesting character from the graphic novels, we need to bring him in because he's interesting, uh, but we don't really know and what to do with him. Tyrese Let's kill him. Interesting shit. Let's kill him. Yeah, and it was Tyrese. Okay, we we totally screwed up this character. Um, even though we had the perfect person to play him, and Chad Coleman's an amazing actor, and and fuck, and uh, is doing a great job with everything we give him, but we can't really figure out what to do with Tyrese. So let's just have him. Let's just kill him while he's looking at some pictures, cause cause that makes cause that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. So instead of giving her Carol the awesome death she deserved from the comics, and Tyrese. That awesome fucking story. No, 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 line, no, whatever. Right? But it's instead of doing that, Joe, in the same shit's coming for Jesus. The same, the same shit is coming for Jesus. That he's he's dead man walking instead because you know we can't choreograph some awesome fights. We can't see him as the uh, probably the the best. Uh, singles combat guy that's in the team but we don't get to see that that often instead he's just gonna be a peacenik and run around telling people that like fuck fucking stupid and a big kev 14.99 Ooh. i'll buy this podcast for 14.99 big kev you gotta spin, buy the that for a dollar. Yeah, spin the fucking wheel for big kev big kev no oh, women's praying no for shots katie no women's prize prize well oh, 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 oh. everybody drink Everybody drink. Are you serious? I got to get the big screen up. Hold on. Let me see. I'll actually, move that no. wheel. Actually, it landed on Phil drink. Oh, uh, uh, no, yeah, no. I can't see the whole wheel. We can't see the whole wheel, Phil. Oh, wait. I have a different camera angle. They can oh, you see do, you do have a whole wheel. It's on this one right here. Phil drink. So I oh, I got to rewind this camera. Oh, it's too much. We're just going to drink. So Atari Dad said. Make sure. Oh, I forgot to take my push-ups. I ain't taking my push-ups. I drank too much. <laughs> Big Kev, thank you so much. I also have to wait. <laughs> Big Kev also said to text. Atari Dad says, Phil, how'd Carol have an awesome death? Or 
uh, Joe, this is for you. How did Carol have an awesome death in the comics? She killed herself because she was mad that Rick and Laurie didn't want to have a threesome with her. <laughs> shot, 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 shot. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that Rick and Laurie. Okay, so this is how she had an awesome death in the books. I'm going to explain her death in the books. So she was dating Tyrese, and when Michonne showed up, Michonne was all like, "Yo, I'm not just a badass bitch and kill zombies and keep them as pets, but I like to fuck big men with big cocks, right?" And she, she went after Tyrese because, you know, big man, big cock. He was like an ex-football player or basketball player or some shit like that. So she was like, oh, perfect. I like it. Right? Makes sense. So one day they played basketball and rubbing all up and down on each other. And one thing led to another. And they ended up in a, one of the prison cells. And uh, Michonne was blowing Tyrese. Right? And Carol walked up and saw this and was like, what the fuck? Tyrese won't let me blow him. Right? I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Or like, was like, no, no, doesn't like, she didn't like to blow Tyrese or something like that. But then later that night or the next day, she went to blow Tyrese and Tyrese was like, nah, babe. Don't do that. You don't like to do that, I think. That's not what we do, right? And so Carol was like, fuck you. She blew you. I can't blow you. I don't think so. Fuck you. And so she went off to go fuck Rick and uh, Rick and who? Who'd they say it was? Anyway... They were like, nah, that's not, you know, yeah, but we don't really. Lori. No, Rick, Lori. And, Rick and Lori. Lori. Yeah. No, no, thank you, Carol. It's, yeah, we're all set with that. We're not really swingers and you're kind of fucking weird. So, no. So Carol's like, oh, he doesn't want me to blow him and they don't want me to fuck him. So she walks right up to the closest zombie that they get tied up in the fucking yard for some stupid reason and lets herself get eaten by the zombie right in front of her fucking daughter who's still alive. Awesome fucking death. I'm not saying it's good or you should be happy with it, but it's fucking awesome. It'll put the fucking awe in you. Your jaw would have been on the floor. You'd have been like, what the fuck did this? What the fuck just happened? So more reason why maybe The Walking Dead should have been on HBO. So, right. So, I know I was pretty graphic with my description there, but I'm drunk. No, good recap. And it's pretty graphic in the novel. I I, no, I, I thought that was an awesome novel. recap. Kay Rich says, sorry, sorry, I would, sorry, I thought I had been transferred to Pornhub for a second to, with a super chat donation for Kay Rich. Spin of the wheel for our good buddy, Kay Rich. Thank you so much. Critch. We're going to have to start putting our videos up on Pornhub instead of YouTube soon. Oh, you got like the uh, gun nuts. K. Rutch got a trumpet or ocarina fun. I don't have a trumpet or an ocarina on me right now, but I will try to grab one before the. Uh, what are you talking about? It's got to be right there somewhere. Why isn't it in that room? The, the trumpet's buried in the closet, and the ocarina's with my uh, equipment because I've had a gig on set on Sunday. But uh, but I I okay Rich a, uh, a. I can I can do a whistle in form. You want to? Let me play some music and do uh, do a, do a whistle. Wait wait let me. I gotta play some play a beat for you first. There you go.
<laughs> that's all I got. Not bad, not bad, not bad, not bad, not bad. And I and I owe you one, K. Rich. Uh, I'll remember that. Uh, hold, hold me, tr- hold me true to that. As Joe's uh, giving you some musical talents, and I'll, gi- I'll give K. Rich one more spin too. <laughs> there's your flutes. There's your flute. There, there's your fucking the ocarina flute. sounds. There's your fucking ocarina sounds, you motherfucker. It's it says just take another shot. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I can't. I can't. Joe needs to hold off on another shot if he wants to make make it for a few seconds anyways. We've been on for, what, an hour? And since we've been on, I've had three shots and two, one and a half beers. <laughs> you two should make out again, Jasmine. So then we get <sighs> then we get the uh, medical team and uh, and we get some shit talk from a new character that's dead person talking as we as we spend some time with uh, with these two interesting guys. Second year EM resident. So you have nuts. never... And, and one of them goes... Listen, newbie, I have about as much respect for you as a pile of horse shit. I don't give a fuck about you, and fuck you, Jackman. Surgery. Three times. Amputation? No, but what? I... I was quoting Scrubs. I was trying to do a Dr. Cox run. It, was, it, was, it wasn't oh. very... It wasn't very... It wasn't very... <laughs> I'm just lost. No, 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 no. That, that's fine. It was horrible. I should have gone, well, all right, listen, newbie, I, I re- re- really... I can't do a Dr. Cox. Can you... You're not. Really? Someone down who hasn't been fucking Lois? Yeah. Listen, Lois. <laughs> listen, Shirley. Can you shoot a gun? All right, Diane. More importantly, can you shoot a gun while that, you're holding someone That's down? what I was thinking during this whole thing. I'm pretty scene. sure I know enough to... Really? Listen, newbie. Newbie. What it sounds to me like you what are we talking about? This is Sadiq with the uh, the soon to be dead uh, oh, rough other doctor. F- fuck! This was so stupid. <laughs> this was so stupid. In like... my experience, people who don't know enough are more dangerous than people who don't know shit. There's it was just useless. I, I know that. It was. It my... was the okay. This is turning into an unfortunate, obvious situation in The Walking Dead, so, where okay. where it's like, oh hey, well, this character's gonna die later in the episode. Let's 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 quickly rush. Let's cram for this test here. Let's let's do a. Oh, let, I like you. Yeah, let, let's make. Yeah, nobody you, likes you. Please yeah. die. Yeah, exactly. In the hospital to this moment right now, all I've done are things I've never done. Tom says Scrubs reference appreciated. <laughs> it was horrible though, Tom. There are people coming right. Listen, newbie. I hurt this place, and I'm standing here ready to help. So stop asking. HBO didn't want The Walking Dead because they sa- they said it was too violent. Said it was too violent, like the fucking uh, like uh, like oh the the channel that have did Oz. Have you ever had our sausages? Have, have you ever seen? Uh, not you. I'm saying Oz? if if that's what, no, I'm not saying to the person who said that in the chat because they probably have. But if it's I both. but but if I was it The Walking is. Dead, like marketing uh marketing my show to HBO, and they said it was like too violent to me, I'd be like, dude, have you? seen us there was a dude shitting on another dude and breaking his arms and fucking crap so here's the thing you 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 go to bring it to them and you have in the meeting and some executive just opens his fucking stupid fucking mouth and says that during the meeting you just quietly you stop talking right you don't even wait for him to finish whatever fucking sentence is coming next and you just fold your fucking folder up and you get up and turn around and you say you're a fucking moron and you walk out yeah. because that dude's a fucking moron. If this show had been on on HBO, wow, I can only imagine how much better it would have been. Up until about season five, when they decide not to let fucking Tara die and turn her into a fucking vampire. What a joke! What a joke! <laughs> so then, then we get so we get the medical team. Let's finish this medical team shit. What I've done. And start telling me what to do. Besides where to put the damn blankets. 
Oh my god, put him up your ass, you stupid I'm fucking okay. shit. Okay. So Betty, put him up her ass. Joe, this line coming up here is the epitome of what you're talking about. I like you. I like you. <laughs> that <ready>. line. <laughs> yeah, when she just like I threw all of that and then turns to him and goes, I like you. Like that that is that that is the epitome of the bullshitty kind of lies. Timid new doctor meets hard nosed nurse. Yeah. yeah. Where's there but she likes him because he's got Fuck, he's got all moxie, Joe. Fucking titties. Dude, his moxie is all over the room. He's, he's like dripping. <laughs> oh, my God, so stupid. Dude, he's so stupid. He is dripping moxie everywhere. And uh, uh, I would, I don't, I don't need to see Oz. I taught sixth grade as shock boy. Thomas says I miss BC. Thomas says ne never saw Oz or didn't want to. I wouldn't blame you. That's my cousin Craig feels the same way. He's like, uh, he, he goes, I watched one episode of Oz three times and I got depressed. I don't need to watch Oz. I, I have enough depression in my, in my normal life. Uh, Joe bringing back uh, my true blood rage. There. <laughs> yes, it was a true blood. I, I, I yes, yeah, I went true blood. <laughs> yeah, Car Karma. I I'm almost, glad it wasn't lost on, on the motherfucking chat. I almost uh, started watching true blood, but actually Karma, it was Karma. He's like, don't do it, man. Don't, don't do, do it. it. He's like, don't, don't do, do it. Phil, the He's first like, few seasons it. are great. And then you just like, it like it doesn't like jump a shark; it falls right into the fucking yeah, that's water. What he, that's what he's saying. He's like, he's like, don't don't even get involved. He's because like, then you're gonna have to watch the shittiest shit in the world. Okay, right? It gets bad. It gets real bad. So then we get something cool. I often joke about the music or make references that the music means a lot to me, good or bad, on the show. And I like the western kind of pre-fight corral. Carm before the storm theme that they had. Yeah, they had sort of like a Western thing going on here. And then we get the Maggie saying Joe's favorite line of the whole episode. Here we go. 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 Oh, it's on. Here, I think it was here it's we go. It's about to begin. Wait, what? That's wait. We haven't even gotten to the credits yet. <laughs> no, dude, we're 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 babbling a lot. So let me get back. So, but I, but I, I took I took sparse notes. So we're gonna zip right through this one. So they're back to the trucks arriving, and then Simon comes out and he talks some smack and does his Simon shit. Oh, wet sloppy kiss, and there she goes playing hard to get. Wow. Hello, widow. And okay, widow. Reed. The Widow Reed. Hey, Widow Reed. What's going on, baby? <laughs> no, I gotta say this, right? Hey, baby. I don't like the shit that comes out of most of the Savior's mouths, right? But the way... And Negan, I can understand people who are like, okay, I like the way Negan delivers his right. line. Right, and that's what I was saying. That's the Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah. right? Yeah. The Some way like the it. lines are delivered. The horrible lines, it's horrible fucking dialogue, and it's, it's shittily like all put together like i gotta say i liked the way like eugene at first it was it was fun i liked the way he delivered his lines and now i'm like shut the fuck up you moron like the trash people that wasn't fun and like the kingdom guy he's not fun because we've already had eugene and but I, so negan and simon are very similar yes yeah, but i so much more enjoy the way simon delivers his lines even when he does it in GTA Five, like I'm yeah. just oh, like, it, oh, it's fucking awesome. We, Who is this guy? He's if anything, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Yeah, he's in Westworld as well. If anybody has been our MVP of this half a season, it's Simon. It's Simon. And I mean, I can say I don't necessarily like again the episode similar to the action part. I don't necessarily like everything that they give him to do, but he owns every single moment he has. 
And Simon has so many, like, I couldn't even write down. I couldn't keep up with the cliche one-liners. And as I mentioned, he is almost, like, this actor, I don't know what it's going to be. And I mentioned this before. He's going to find the perfect part for him in something. He's going to hit it. Maybe it's going to be a villain in a thriller movie or even I could see him as the right comic book villain in uh in the right context a villain in the marvel netflix universe somehow or something like i don't know there there's a perfect part for him somewhere and he will find it and it's gonna be fuck besides trevor there's another perfect character for him somewhere in the world and in live action and it's not often that someone can be such a great voice actor and transform themselves to be able to be a successful. Usually it's the other way around, like actors as they get older become voice actors more. But he was, you know, very successful as a voice actor and did a lot of things, not just Trevor. Like if you go and you look at his his uh, his credits, he's done a lot of things. And to see him sort of seep in and bit parts and see it expanded, it's really fucking cool. And he does make every episode he's in a little bit more more interesting yeah he does yeah he does i need to negan yep. but my birth certificate says simon with whom do i have the distinct displeasure of speaking maggie maggie Ree. simon is less of a caricature than negan is says <laughs> thomas that very good point sorry, thomas sorry. he is he uh you should try to do that eddie murphy vampire movie again uh vampire in Bro- brooklyn uh good good movie simon is less of a character i i agree or he just he pulls it off a little bit more genuinely and uh and so, so yeah and i could see where, where he wanted to be negan the actor wanted to be negan so simon's like you're all gonna pay and we just get a back and forth a little bit as we oh, don't you think simon get some pre-fight foreplay then simon is now it's time to go kill them all simon wants to kill everybody let me time to kill them all. Munitions, remember, the plan has changed. Our goal is not merely infection, it is conclusion. We are doing away with these people. All of them. This is money. Now, why do they all just listen to him? Because he oh, is... Wait, because he's Negan? Because he, they're all Negan. But I guess because he was the last one with Negan. But that's the that's the age old quest- question of these saviors is is why they listen to any of uh, any of these higher ups or this this higher circle. And I guess because they have to listen to someone. And yeah, let me browbeat you. Let me steal from you. Let me rape your wife, your daughter. Kill your friend. Sarah's a machine gun. Do what I tell you to do. Sorry, Sarah's with the uh the, the big Lebowski picture in the live chat. Would have been cool if they shot that kid in the fucking face for opening the gate. I was kinda hoping they were gonna do that, dude. I really was. Teach, was... teach the little fuck a lesson for doing something stupid. Yeah, not just knock him on his Teach ass. the entire hilltop a lesson <laughs> for doing something stupid. What did they do? Not watch the children. Not watch the children. Not keep a guard on the fucking on the on the saviors <laughs> while the saviors are attacking. You think it would Not be the children. You think it might be beneficial to keep one guard when you have the saviors no. attacking on the saviors that no. are there? Just in They're case. Fine. Yeah, just in case anything happens because you They're don't want behind... But you don't want to get flanked, Joe. I mean Wire. I I don't know shit about I played three or four games of StarCraft in my life, but I, I do know you don't want to get flanked by the Zerg there. Like I know that. How did Rick get back in? He 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 ran, he was riding on 
Gandalf's horse, dude. He he came in with the sun, and he no, I I don't know. He he uh, was that part of the plan? Was was this all a pre pre or did Rick just arrive at the right time in the right situation? I maybe he was part of the plan. They that they were gonna come in at a certain moment in the battle. I don't know. It wasn't. We didn't get any any prep, so we're just to like just have to follow what's going on which was one of the things that was a little bit more difficult in this scene action scenes are at their best when as joe mentioned earlier you can without us being told what's happening we can see what's happening game of thrones has a couple of really excellent battles vikings as well where they're just shot in these ways i know there's different kinds of shows in the walking dead but uh, when it comes to the way what kind of battle it is but ultimately it tells a story, and a lot of other shows have done that as well. Even something in Breaking Bad and Small or Sons of Anarchy even has done it. I think does it better than The Walking Dead does it, like in big action moments, sort of showing what's happening. Kurt Sutter does that really, really well. He did it right, really good on uh, the sh- the show with Chicklist there, too. Uh, fucking uh, uh, blanking on the name of it. Uh, the Squad there. Oh, the fucking... The, the shield, the shield as well too. Like he knows how to film film action. Sometimes the Walking Dead stuff, it might be entertaining to watch, but it it just looks like a baby throwing uh, throwing goo on the wall and seeing what sticks. Sometimes it's just like, oh, that's, well, let's have now let's have Daryl come in over here for two seconds and do something cool over there, and then have someone over here come in and do something cool. It's like uh, it's it's all over the place, Joe. Yeah, it is. And there's no fucking bullshit. So Dwight says, uh, Negan doesn't want this. Are you sure you want to do this? And uh, Simon says, yeah, of course I do. Then it's action time. Uh, it's it's fight, fight, fight. Maggie's leading and loving it. The savior's, the, the, that savior that's a good guy is like, let me help. And Maggie says, no. <laughs> and she's waiting for someone and it's Tobin. So we cut over to Carol and we get heavy music and action as we see Tobin almost die. But Carol saves his ass. But is he done? And then she comforts him. Then we get to Simon wants a group effort to kill and Sadiq is on the battlefield to tend to Tobin. Then we have some more action of Daryl and what looks like he's aiming or Dwight which almost looks like he's aiming for Simon for a second but he hits and misses but he misses and hits Tara so you think he did this in the situation Joe to protect Tara like shot her to stop her from being killed by yeah, Simon but why wouldn't you just shoot Simon you can't see my face like, but yeah what at the fuck? some point here's the thing you want to join the hilltop or the Alexandria or whatever you don't like Simon you want to join their forces and yeah, and where are the was, lookouts? Okay. As Santovia says, where are the lookouts, Joe? You're, right, you're you're on their side. You're you're good as like a double agent for now, as like a secret agent. But ultimately, that's all going to come to an end. This is the perfect time to make that come to an end. Like, if you want to try at all to live when this is over, you have to make it known. To both sides that you have switched sides and there can be no confusion about that and the way to have done that for Dwight was right here right now shoot Simon in the back of the head if any of the saviors see you do it they know you just killed Simon you cannot go back if any of the hilltops see you do it they know you just killed Simon. If you go back, you'll die. Maybe you'll kill more if you stay. So 
it's your only shot at survival if you're Dwight. And he fucked up. Instead, he was like, I'll shoot Tara, make her turn around. She'll see Simon. That'll make Simon stop, right? Because Simon knows she's got a gun. But she won't shoot Simon. Simon will just run. So everybody will be fine here. I'll shoot Tara. Good plan. So stupid. Cyrax in the chat says, for your information, you chose the only reason I still watch this shit show. Stop torturing me, Phil. Once again, Joe is right, says Satovia. And Broke says, the lookouts were looking at Phil's recap and reviews trying to listen to Joe rants. I don't blame him. And, of course, there's sandwiches <laughs> tonight, Dave. Where do you think I am right now? So I'm back. Okay, so then we have some more action of Daryl and Dwight, and then we see that shot there. Then we cut over to Ezekiel, and there's someone has flash bombs. Where'd the flash bombs come from? There's, like, flash grenade bombs, and Ezekiel shoots out the lights. As we have a moment of silence, Simon comes out and looks, and he can't see shit. And then, it's, this is just ridiculous. Simon Let's comes all out. walk out yeah. into the open. Dude, Simon comes all out. All of us. Dude, Simon comes out, and then, like, everybody, like, the Deep Space Nine crews, everyone else, is, like, right here next to me like they're all standing there it's like this it's like it's like what what's what's going on everybody it's the most ridiculous thing. hopefully they don't have our 50 caliber fucking rifle that you know that that we use to mow down a crowd yeah. oh and even if they don't hopefully they don't have you know 50 automatics up there which even if they do you know tv gi joe None of them are going to hit. Jasmine. I swear the lady with the kingdom vest uh, talking to Maggie died in episode four. She's back from the dead. Jasmine, thank you so much for the super chat donation. Spin of the wheel for Jasmine. Jimmy Olsen Blue says, got to sleep. Love you guys. Show is awful. See you next week. I will see you next week. Uh, Joe Drink. So, Joe, you owe Jasmine a drink at some point in time in a, in a few seconds here when you're, whenever you're ready for your next drink. Uh and Joe, just to prove to you, uh, I can put it on big screen and show you. It landed on Joe Drink right here. So, uh, so let's go back over to uh, let's let's watch Joe and let's continue here and get through this episode. So we have a moment of silence. You can rewind and watch all this again. You can find the spot where I actually open this bottle of shit with the plastic wrap, so you know it's not just water in there. And if you think that I'm not drunk right now, then I think that I've done a better job at letting on that I'm not drunk right now. Horror clock. I mean that I am drunk. <laughs> I'm I'm getting I'm, I'm catching up, Joe. Uh, horror says the something. I don't know the saviors definitely use Zerg tactics again. Thank thank you for understanding that. If The Walking Dead doesn't become a better show, I'll be the show. It'll be the show that is hate watch to do videos and podcasts more than love. Uh, Jasmine says, my mom is going to kill me for donating to YouTube, but it's killing me. I need it. Tom says, this wheel is rigged in a good way. There's just so many drinking options. There's like four out of all the spots on the wheel, like four of them are different different dynamics of drinking. Joe drink. I drink. Everyone drinks. Uh Phil and Joe drink. Phil and Joe drink. Yeah, so I think that's all of them. Okay, so then... There's a weird smell in my room here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not me. <laughs> I really hope it's not me. It's, right? It is probably you. Oh fuck! It might be. <laughs> it, it, it's definitely you, Joe. Uh, I can smell it from here. No, uh, I'm fucking drunk, dude. So he orders some people to spread out and look for them, and the rest head to the home. So Simon is throwing. Simon is throwing one-liners after one-liners here, Joe. And let's listen to a couple of Simon's Simon's hilarious hilarious one-liners in this section, and relive the magic from earlier. 
Relive the map. Take a team around back. I want the place surrounded. Gary, your group goes for the trailers. Slow and quiet. Capiche? Yeah. So, yeah, that wasn't a lot of fun stuff right there. But he, I swear he's saying some shit. But then he starts whistling that gizmo whistle. Like, Billy Gizmo with a, the same whistle that gives. Yeah, that one. And, uh, and then. And then suddenly, the all the all the hilltop people start shooting. <laughs> You're freaking me out, Joe. Then then and then all the uh... <laughs> ah stop. <laughs> Make it... I'm gonna keep doing it until you mute me, Phil. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> Make it stop. I'm doing it now. <laughs> oh no. It's done. Hi. <laughs> you made me. Hey. You made me do it, asshole. <laughs> so, too late. I'm gonna start calling him. Oh fuck. Tom says you are a lightweight. We got Tim F in the live motherfucking Jack. I am a lightweight. I am a lightweight. I've. What? How long have we been on air for? A little over an hour. Hour. I've taken four shots. Is it four? I've taken four shots. And I've drinking two and a half beers. Okay, so two beers, because I still got a half a beer here. In an hour and, what'd you say? Uh, 10, 15 minutes. That's an hour and 15 minutes, four shots and two beers. Plus, the beer I drank before I came on the air. <laughs> Come on, it's So, true. yes, I'm a lightweight. So, uh, okay. So, anyways, let's continue here. So, we get, we get the gremlin, which someone says it's the Lassie theme. Play the entire episode so it can be the silent whistle. <laughs> at least the zombies posed a threat in this episode. One thing I can say, at least, Dave, we mentioned that earlier, and I will say that again. At least the zombies did propose a threat in this episode. In the most pathetic fucking way possible. <laughs> Sorry. In so the most pathetic way possible. Just like they always are. Like, zombies who sneak up on you. You don't hear a fucking 160-pound thing shuffling through a fucking fall-torn forest, right? Leaves all over the place because if there was actually leaves in the trees, we wouldn't be able to see shit. So, instead, it's bare forest, leaves on the fucking trees, and zombies you don't see until they're a foot away or here. Or fall down a set of fucking stairs. Don't wake anybody up. And someone asked me if I saw any of the terror. I saw it in the – Stephanie was watching it in the background. She said she was, she was enjoying it. Um, okay, so Rick, then Rick shows up, and he's got his little strut back, and Rick's killing. And, and okay, this is one of those little things that's very much – strut back. People were saying that in the live chat, and I agree. He has a strut back. And one thing I will say about Rick Grimes and Andrew Lincoln, it's fun to watch Rick do shit. And, like, when he comes back in, even though whether it makes sense or not, coming in right at the right moment, watching Rick come in there with, with uh, wheeling in the axe and shit, it's just, it's, it's just fun to watch for me anyways. I, I, th I like watching Andrew Lincoln on the screen. And then we have Morgan having another vision of Gavin saying, you know. You're so stupid. You know what it is, Joe. You know what it is. Yeah. Uh, and why, what is this fucking cryptic shit? What is it, Phil? It's it's the fucking highbrow fucking let's uh, smell our own farts bullshit. It's we can't just do action. We got to put a more deep philosophical uh, moment there where Morgan's facing his inner demons of the people he's lost and loved. And you know what, dude? It's gonna make this episode even more meaningful you know, in the end. If I was Morgan, I'd say, "Are you fucking kidding me? You're turning me into this 
I don't even. I can't even. I okay. can't even. We'll, we'll, the, we'll hold off. I, fucking Morgan. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle his character in the next. Uh, whoa! I almost just spilled a lot of water. And uh, in the next couple of episodes, as uh, he shifts over, he's going to spin out of control until he like fights Rick and like runs off. And Nick and Nick uh, and Nick finds him and says, "Dude, just like cinema." You're really cool. You really you know, like cool, stuff. man. Uh, yeah. Okay, you're so- completely fucking crazy, but. I think you should come back to our place with us. Wow. You're, you're My right. mama loves we, you. We got Blair in the live chat. Blair, who, uh, if you read the comment section, Joe, really feels for you. Is watching the What Did Joe Think episode and goes, goes I don't know. This is, you know, I, I feel like this is a kind of torture for Joe that Joe's being put through here, Phil. What do you have on Joe to make him come back here every week? And honestly, it's that Joe and I, uh, you know, Joe's, Joe's my my brother, one of my best my, one of my best friends, uh, one of my two best friends in the world, and uh, and Joe, uh, we don't. I purposely like withhold my time from Joe, so like this is the only time he gets to see me. So like, oh, if you want to see me, Joe, you're gonna have to fucking podcast. I don't want to like hang out with you in reality. Fuck that shit. You know, I don't want to have to like be in per- go go out of the house. You know, <laughs> fuck that. No, uh. So uh, who gives a shit about anyone at this point aside that who makes the point of the evening in the live chat? The dude abides in the chat right now. Then we uh, we the trucks escape and that's the end of our action. We get a uh, extended moment of Rick and Maggie both breathing heavy and uh, talking that they want to kill. So everybody. that's what happened. So the all the saviors were on their way, un, not in cover whatsoever, from the eight windows with automatic rifles. Oh yeah, that, shooting at Joe. Us. That's what I. That's I. Thank you for mentioning that because I completely skipped over that because we went on some rant or something, uh, or went on some aside. They run away. They they have the Anakin. I have the higher ground. They have the fucking higher ground on them with bo- with with all the bullets they need. And I also forgot to mention, Rockham Rick Grimes is the only guy that runs out of bullets. No one else runs out of bullets. But when Rick comes storming into Hilltop with his gun. Apparently he didn't load the thing because he runs out of bullets like two seconds later when he comes running in. He like shoots for like a second, and then he's the only one that runs out of bullets. But it hits nothing, and hits nothing, nothing, nothing. The the, the fucking chief, the the police chief hits nothing a- after not killing Negan before. We'll talk about that again in a little bit. What did you just do? What did you just hit? Did you just hit your wire? No. Why? Do I sound different? You said you. You've been staticky for the last 20 oh, minutes. Oh, tell me when I sound staticky, motherfucker. No, but it's just to me. I listened to the YouTube video, and you weren't staticky on the YouTube video. Oh, it's just to you? But I'm fine now for you? But now, you ju- like, just that moment, it all went away. Oh, okay. Like, no, no, I checked to make sure. Okay, so it doesn't. So do I sound robotic to the live chat? or just Not robotic. Staticky, okay. So so Rick uh, gives nothing. So people in the live chat definitely tell me if I sound a little staticky to you. I'll make a little. You don't. I li- I, oh, I you put listen. on. The, okay. I put it on to make sure because I wanted to see what if it was me or if it was you. Oh, I'm sorry. Just, it looked like you just hit Goofy or something, and now the static is gone. Okay. Oh, so so I'm sorry that I'm sorry that I'm glad that you can hear me more clear now, Joe. Yeah, you sound fine to Thomas. Now now you sound fine to me. Okay. Maybe it is my shit. Oh, Maybe whatever. I hit something. Okay, whatever. But anyways, so some trucks escape. We get, we get the visions of Gavin. The whole battle was 23 minutes. Uh, Rick Grimes is whatever. So uh, so remember when Jericho was the first uh, was the first Apocalypse show? It even had Lenny James on it. Uh, 
I need Rick to break down now. He broke down with Laurie. Why is that? That is what's bugging me. Rick isn't a person anymore. That's why. He's a, he's stopped being a person and he's more of a force of nature kind of character. When but, he when he was forced to raise Shane's child. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah. So this is the second time. Sorry, when so, he was oh, forced no. to ignore. So Shane. they have the higher ground on them. The saviors are all like sitting ducks, walking out like idiots, like the Deep Space Nine crew behind me, like me walking, like, hey guys, we're all the saviors. And they shoot down on them and don't hit any of them as they're running away. Or, or maybe a them. couple of them. Maybe they a look couple like of five them. or six bodies in that truck. So the saviors escape, but were the saviors there? Okay, you could say that the saviors were there to do what Negan's plan was, which was to shoot a couple of them and do ultimately what happened, uh, have a couple of them turn and fuck shit up. But Simon's whole goal going there was to kill everybody and not leave till you killed everybody. So yeah, that that pretty much fell apart pretty quickly, and then they all just leave after 23 minutes of the episode. So then we come back in, and they're... Can we, can we stay on that for one moment? Of course. So not only do they get open-fired upon by all those automatic rifles right out in the open, but instead of, like, retreating right there, they decide to run around to the side of the house where they're then engaged upon by another set of automatic rifles where nobody fucking really dies. Never! One person falls. You know? To which, now let's check on the other group on the other side of the building who also gets besieged upon in a trap by automatic rifles. And still, how many people escape in trucks? They all just go away. Too many action movie cliches. I feel like I was back in the 80s as Tom himself. Uh, Sean said the kill. Oh, they're talking about a different, uh, different, uh, talking about Jericho in the live chat. And uh, we come back in and no shit. I thought it was a commercial because there were walkers at the gates. And like, I thought that was, I thought Walking Dead was uh, doing some sort of advertisement or something as we see the walkers grabbing, uh, scratching the gates. Yeah. All, and all the saviors got out of the prison cell, right? Ran out the front gate just in time for the rest of them to get there to shut the gate on a bunch of walkers that showed up. Perfect. <laughs> right? Is that is that what that, I no, got Joe, out of that whole Joe, thing? Joe, that's ultimately what actually happened. So then we go over to Maggie and <laughs> like, Enid. What the fuck? And Enid shows up. Who was Nobody just... Oh, wait. They must have opened the gate. Right. They opened the gate to get out. Oh, it's... Nobody heard it open, though. Don't worry about it. Big fucking metal rusty gate. Weighs hundreds of pounds. Yeah, no, it doesn't make a sound. We have a text from a Big Kev. Let's see what Big Kev has to say. What is up, guys? What the fuck was Kevin from Home Alone? I mean, Henry doing with the keys to the prisoners. Ah, uh, is there a key maker we don't know about? Keep up the good work. How did he? So he stole the keys from somebody and uh, and found an AK just or an M15 or whatever the fuck it is just laying around. An AR, whatever, just laying there. No, no problem. So we come back in, and then we get to the fucking Maggie and and uh, let's and Enid, who wasn't in the battle, but shows back up in this episode because we got to put in Enid in every episode. You know, we do. We don't have to put Jesus in every episode. We don't have to give him a line, but but we need to. But we need to give. What uh, is one? Gonna be my own damn fault. Back. So this is what I'm sorry. That's actually a wrong scene. That is uh, with Tara and Daryl as as Tara has a change up where suddenly now, oh 
fuck off. I honestly, I can't fucking do this. You were talking about this earlier with you, Joe. I fucking can't. I can't with the Tara, uh, Dwight, uh, Daryl love triangle thing that goes on with the three of them. All, right now. all this flip flop like, fucking I, stupid. I want them dead. I don't want them dead. I want them dead. I don't want them dead. I, that Michonne and Tara and Daryl and Jesus and Morgan and all of them keep fucking going through is so fucking stupid. You are looking at the graves of 13, 14 fucking people that were farming crops with you. That was maybe reading to your fucking child or some stupid shit, you know, yesterday. And they're all fucking dead, but, oh, let's have some fucking moral complication or some stupid fucking shit. The whole show literally fell. We've talked about every scene already. I don't know why we're going through scene by scene at this point. We've talked about them all. And they are all piece of shit, dog, trash, fucking crack, fuck, fuck. Just straight fuck, fuck. It's- stupid fuck, fuck. Fuckity, fuckity, fuck, fuck, Joe. And we're going to get to some more fuck, fuck, Joe. We're, 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 uh, and I agree with you. And that's I why. I need a sandwich is what I need. Joe, if you, if you want, if you want to take a quick break and go. Can, it and, can't be quick. And go run and get the kitchen, and run to the kitchen. If you want to quickly run to the kitchen and grab a sandwich. Maybe can bring me some rolls and yeah. some. Uh, why don't you do that, Joe? Why don't lettuce you and some. Tomatoes. We need to find ways for you to have sandwiches during shows. So, so we come back and and no shit. I thought it was commercial break. We see Maggie and Enid, who is JSSing during the fight, and then Tara and Dara talk about. (laughs) 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 And then Tara and Daryl talk about some shit, and Dwight and Tara have a has a small wound, and they talk, and then they they mention, but they do mention that. Yeah, she's like, where, where were you during the battle? JSSing? Where, where were you? I was JS. Dude, I was JSSing in the bathroom. You know, I was in that room with Cersei. I was JSSing in the bathroom. JSSing in the bedroom. JSSing everywhere. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. I was JSSing under the bed on the floor. Well, they oh, got they do have some sorghum. Thomas says, and they're flip over flip flopping over months and seasons. But this is supposedly what a couple of weeks to a month. Yes, Thomas, yes, it's a month. It's a fucking Maybe month. A month. It's a fucking month, dude. Carrie says, kid opened a poison pin in a move. So stupid. Not even a kid would do that stupid shit. You need Jesus. We need Jesus. Sorry. I, I would understand better, right? Listen, this I understand. That kid picks up the fucking rifle, walks down there, and just open fires at all of them. I'd have been okay with that. That would have been a cool. That would have been interesting. I thought that's where that scene was going. Actually, I mean, we'll get to that in a second, Joe. But I did. I did think. I honestly thought that might where, be where that scene was going. Like, and that's kind. I uh, me too. <laughs> but that's a horrible thing to like show on television in today's climate of political gun talk, right? Would that have been too much for people to take? I think it would have been perfect. I don't think you can... I think ultimately with that sort of shit, there's... You can't equate it because it's There's real life and then there's fucking a fictional show of The Walking Walking Dead universe. You can't let real life affect how you dictate fiction. Because then you get propaganda, even good propaganda or bad propaganda. It's that's you can't 
make show creators let that shit influence you when you're making a show like The Walking Dead. If that was the best right. scene, the best possible scene in that moment, that should have been what should have happened. Which it would have been. It would have been so much better than, which one of you killed my brother? No. No, the kid's just filled with rage. He wants all the saviors to die. That's why he shoved the fucking spear down Gavin's through Gavin's fucking throat. That's why he picked up the gun and walked down there. Fuck that. Fuck them all. None of them should live. A kid can't sort that kind of bullshit out. Kid just going to want to go kill them fucking all. Let him kill them all. Let him kill the entire fucking pen full of saviors. Hey, if you need one to live, our nice guy gets to live. Whatever. Maybe the governor, too, to leave some fucking bullshit on the table or whatnot. He's but pretty, still, he's kid should have fucking open fired. We need that one guy to, to survive. He's going to be Maggie's number one. And uh, so, so, back, so back in this scene with Tara and Daryl, we actually have a moment where uh, where it's it's everybody. Remember Merle? Merle's awesome. And they, they Merle's... <laughs> Remember how cool Merle and Merle, Merle was? Shut up about my fucking psychotic <laughs> brother. I'd be there with them, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Just like you were, you stupid idiot. Could've... And uh... you still don't know how to shoot, you fucking douche. <laughs> you guys in the live chat are cracking me up tonight, and Joe is as well. So we get some Merle shit, and then they talk about life and Dwight. So then we go to Rick and Michonne, and she saved him a turn up. Okay. And uh, he's uh, of all the disgusting fucking food you could have saved me, bitch. You saved me the worst piece of fucking dog trash that nobody ever wanted to eat. Nobody ever said, "Ooh, can't wait to eat that fucking turnip. You saved me the turnip. Get the fuck out. No, you can't touch my wound. Don't help me. Don't help me. You obviously weren't looking to help me. You brought me a fucking turnip. Take your hands off the fucking board and get the fuck out of my room, bitch. Where's some sorghum? I a be, turn up. Give me, give me some sorghum tea before I fucking a turn up. Turn up. Fucking shit. Turn up. Fucking barbecue up some fucking savior and bring me some ribs, bitch. A turn up. No taint. No tainted meat either, motherfucker. Okay. A fucking turn up. <laughs> a half a turn up. Bitch didn't even bring the whole turn up. What? I don't get full rations. I got to have your leftover rations. You saved me a turn up. Atari dad says, well, they are getting low in supplies, Joe. Not anymore. They got like 12 people dead there, right? Oh, yeah. And they got all the extra supplies from the uh, from the uh, from the, the, the woman last week that had the book for super survival and shit. You know, uh, the the en- the encyclopedia Britannica of uh, of medieval structures. So uh, so then we get a discussion between the two of them. And we also get uh, they talk about how Rick needed to kill Negan. So let's listen to a few seconds of that. I had to try. Yeah, Phil, you're on your own. Yeah, I had to. Later, Joe. See you in a few minutes. Joe quits. Joe just quit the podcast. He's done. Joe Dirty Locks retires. He's, a, he's done. Joe's like, I talked about the show. This shit's done. I'm over. Okay. So then Ren Renwood said at this point in time, <laughs> saved you this turnip? Now that's what I call dialogue. Fabulous writing. Lots of love to Ren Renwood. And eat the knowledge book. It has. It might serve a purpose in that situation. So let's go over here so I can see the live motherfucking chat in the li- right in the 
right with me. You guys are with me right now. Holy shit, Big Kev with a super chat donation. When did Kevin from Full from uh, Full House from Home Alone? I mean, Henry, get the key. Or do they have a keymaker at Hilltop now? He spin the fucking wheel. I don't know. He must have stole it at some point in time. No one can keep track of this Henry. This Henry is next level shit, dude. And it says some drum fun for Big Kev. Big Kev, you get some drum fun. It's late, but uh, I'll play you a little drums. Here, Big Kev. Let's see if I can do this shit. Thank you for the super chat donation, Big Kev. I would have played a little bit longer, but it is fucking. <laughs> there's a there's a there's asleep people right above me, so I had to be quiet. Be quiet with the drums. That's for Big Kev. Thank you so much for the super chat, motherfucker. Uh, okay, so I don't even know who the good guys and the bad guys are. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't, and and I think it's good to kind of have some level of not mystery or ambiguity to two good guys and bad guys in this world but when they have the same people switching back and forth and you can't and not holding true to any belief system from day to day on the show it's just a colossal pile of bullshit and that's the problem with the Tara and the Dwight and the Daryl situation mixed with G like it's it's okay who draw who drew the straw today that's going to be the moral center of this particular storyline and it's just oh, rinse awful. repeat dog shit bullshit Joe Yep. Did you are you already snuck off for your sandwich? That was a quick sandwich. Oh, I choked on it. <laughs> I put it back in the fridge. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. The, the sandwiches, <coughs> sandwiches, and alcohol don't always mix. So they, so he talks about how he has to kill Negan. So then we go outside to Maggie, who unites the saviors to help them, <coughs> or who says, "I'm gonna help you. Uh, I'm gonna bury your uh, bury his people." So then we get. A really, 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 really... Let's listen to the beginning part of this first. Why? There's a guard. Then we get a long pause. Just... And this is what I'm talking about. That this, again in this episode, anything with Maggie in it right now is some of the most uninspiring, bullshit-acting, low-energy shit I've ever seen in my life. There's no emotion to it. I don't know if what she's trying to play is that she's so overwhelmed with what happened to Glenn so she can't dictate any emotion, but to me it just comes off as her reading dialogue. There's not a lot of acting going on here. I mean, maybe at one point in the episode she kind of couldn't help herself but but be fall into a good moment or two in some of the stuff she was saying or her eyes watered up in a couple, on a line delivery, but for the most part, like listen to this shit. You're a good leader. Ugh. I knew it before, but last night, you saved the gates, you saved the community, you saved lives, because I sacrificed theirs. I only saved the prisoners because Negan's still in play, which means they could be. I sent Negan that body in a box to make him mad. Selfish fucking cunt. <laughs> to lure him here. You're absolutely right, Maggie. You're a terrible fucking leader and you should go die. One of my husbands. Please leave now. Grave to be the last thing you saw. 
even if it came at a cost. I don't know if that makes me a good leader. So do you think... shitty one. Do you, I was just going to ask you that, Joe, at the end of all this. You kind of already answered the question, but what kind of leader do you think Maggie is? Fine. <laughs> I think... In some context, she's a fine leader. I think the problem you have with Maggie, again, more has to come to do with the way the character's written. I think Maggie, yep. in her essence, having a lot of balls and making hard decisions is a good leader. But when you have her second-guess those decisions because in the, the, the emotional moral compass of the moment stretches her like a flimsy little wheel, flimsy little straw in the wind, that's not really Maggie. And it's she's a good leader. Why is she a good leader? You keep telling us you're, she's a good leader. Show us. Show us why. Show us why. Show. And you're not doing it. You're just being assholes about it. Please have Maggie kill Negan. I promise I will stop Funko collecting if that happens. Maggie is reading a script for a paycheck. She's already out of there. Get it up, Joe, says people in the live chat. They were, they were cheering you on, Joe, for the cough, coughing up that lung. They were like, Joe, you can make it, dude. You can make it. out. Listen. <laughs> oh, you sound nice. You sound nice and clear, Joe. Per perfectly clear. Uh, okay, so then we get to Tobin and Carol having some stuff and talking, Joe, because this is the most important scene in the whole entire episode. Let's let's get this emotional moment between to because you know what I've been doing. Skip it. Your attention. I would have done it a lot sooner. Oh, skip this stupid dog trash. No, I want to play one part of this scene where we get the. This is the line where I think that the Carol's dead at the end of the season line. I know I haven't. I think I might just accept belly, it. Some of us are lucky enough to just live. Some of us are lucky enough to just fight. And why you left me even after it ends? Left me to cry I don't think it ends. Because you weren't here. What we're doing? Why were you such a fucking cunt? The end of the fight. I gave you everything, and you just fucking left. You stupid fucking cunt. Now I'm dying in front of you, and all you can do is be like, I was okay with leaving you. It was fine for me. Boy, you're a fucking heartless, cruel fucking bitch. Get out of my room. Oh my god. Joe's turning into a zombie. He's slipping away. Fucking eye candy. Thank you. Now everyone's having the same feelings on Maggie. Oh, you guys in the live chat are cracking me up as always with this fucking shit. You guys are amazing. Joe. Brooks. Brooks. Okay, so yeah. Skip, skip, skip. So Carol is lots of acceptance, and Tobin is now a philosopher. He suddenly just knows exactly the right things to say, and I just don't care. And then we get Jesus in voiceover, and this kid grabs a gun and heads out to fight, and we get a clock ticking out on him. So then we see Rick is cleaning his gun with sad music. Sadiq comes out and asks to treat his wound, and we hear in the and I'm going to skip this audio. We hear in the background the kid, some uh, that kid saying, "I should have been out there fighting." And Sadiq gives Rick a speech to try to make him feel worse about being there and his son's dead. And Rick walks off, trying hard not to kill Sadiq because his son's dead. So we go off to everyone sleeping in the house and Mummy Maggie walking around. She talks to a random guy number eight who thanks her again, and Maggie uh, isn't the best isn't maggie the best and another person just to tell us that maggie's the best joe isn't maggie the best joe maggie rules mm -mm -mm. Yep. people say joe's like, better than greg is one thing good leader is another dude 
Dude, syphilis is better than Greg. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things better than Gregory. Give me a fucking break, dude. You know, like, Greg, Gregory, uh, Tom himself says, Joe is sexy drunk. Now I see how he scored a hot wife. Oh, oh, hey now. And uh, Joe is a mess. Maggie and Michonne and Carol all shells of their bad off selves. It's driving myself crazy. I know. I love how they're, they're all behind a car not being able to shoot when all of them have proved at different points earlier in the season that alone they could take out a bunch of people or a bunch of walkers and perfect hits on these zombies walking, but they can't hit one savior. One fucking savior, dude. Okay, so we go over. The... It's fucking stupid. Like, every time I see them. One shot a fucking zombie, and then the next scene completely miss a human target. I'm like, this show is stupid. It's ridiculous. So then we go it's over to random guy number eight, as I said, over to Tobin sleeping, and he suddenly starts to not get get that not so fresh feeling in the morning. And then he's uh, the, we got a clock, and okay, Joe, we talked about this a little bit at the beginning, and I know, not mean to reiterate. This was the good part of the episode, dude. This part, actually, I liked. And even thinking about this again, Tobin waking up as a zombie and walking under through and bringing in, and then one dude eats another dude's ass, and then the other doctor woman walks in. And, uh, dude couldn't even get out of the room, though. Come on. It's true. It's true. It zombie was... got out of the creaky bed, walked across the room, and got him before he got through the doorway. Uh, Karen's... Hey, what are you getting out of bed for? <laughs> <laughs> and K Rich has the newest, the new hashtag. Hashtag Joe abused Carol emotionally. Yup. There we go. You heard. Physically you... too. Fuck that bitch. Fuck Carol. Yeah, that's what Joe says. That and and then the nurse ladies walk or the do uh, the doctor ladies walking around without her shit buddy. And you just don't do that. Don't have to worry. Get your shit buddy. There's an attack the safe zone without shut doors and gates and. <laughs> guards and and then we see more people turning and getting up and, do, and doing walker like things and i said my notes in capital letters wait this is interesting wait 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 excuse me then we see a walker fall downstairs and no one wakes up but whatever and then we come back in and we see our prisoners and greg is snoring and here we go joe we talked about this a lot earlier so we won't be belabor this point but let's listen to Ollie, let's listen to uh, young Zach Morris here, Ricky Schroeder, uh, doing his uh, doing his thing here in this situation with Gregory, and and let me know, and feel free to talk and let me know what you're thinking about this scene. Just let me out. You know, you want to kill my brother? I, I don't know who your brother is. I, I don't know any of these people. I'm not one of them. Okay, let's let's fast forward this a little bit. Good Savior says, "Pretty damn good, in theory, but uh, it's not gonna make you feel any better." I lost my brother. He starts relating to him. This guy's a good guy, Joe. Isn't isn't this guy special? This this Good Savior. He's 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 gonna he's gonna be a great character in the future. I love this guy. And well, they're definitely setting him up to be a character for the future, for sure. Right? Yep, to be a, maybe even a love interest for Maggie in the future. Who knows? Whatever. Oh, God. And yada, 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 yada. He lost a brother, too. Then we hear some screams. Then we see some zombie kills and the best in the whole season so far, I would say, as for, like, zombie action. Then we see Daryl. Like four seasons. Yeah, but, but okay. Good. That's the best thing you've said about The Walking Dead in two years, Joe. So you but it's still not good because it's so fucking 
All Come on, you, you like, but you like this section just Stealth zombie. I didn't though. If I you had never like... seen The Walking Dead and someone showed you just this section of a scene, you I might would be enjoy like, this. this is fucking stupid. <laughs> 160 pound body falls down the stairs. Nobody says, nobody wakes up. Fucking stupid bitch out there yelling because she's getting eaten to Welcome, death. Welcome, Callie. Nobody wakes up. Not only does nobody wake up, none of the prisoners. 20 yards away, 30 yards away, on the other side of the fucking house. Phil, if I was screaming at the end of your street, what's that, five, six, seven houses away and yards away? Do you think you would be able to hear me if you were standing on, say, your porch? Probably, yes, definitely. What about, say, if I was all the way the fuck up at Capuccio's? Do you think you could hear me? If I was screaming because someone was eating my fucking face? Probably. Yeah, but the, all the fucking shit fucks who have done nothing but sit around in the fucking pen for the last however many fucking days, who must have boundless amounts of energy, maybe they don't, hear any of it. Hear the nurse scream, hear the other nurse scream, hear the body fall down the stairs. Stupid. Oh, yeah, Stupid. Thomas. I, I, I constantly forget Maggie's pregnant and... Uh... And that she hasn't had the kid yet. And Glenn just died like a week ago. Sorry. It's, it seems like. But Judith aged a month. Uh, <laughs> you know, a year and a half. <laughs> Judith is a toddler. <laughs> She's a fucking toddler. <clears throat> so. Then we see Rick and Sadiq working together. And a whole bunch of fucking shit happens. Then we see the asshole savior guy and i kind of thought the kid was just gonna shoot this asshole savior guy music to my ears this dude was it you i don't know what the hell you're talking about kid santovia says i slipped and fell on two stairs stairs everyone in the house heard no one heard a grown ass man fall down a flight of stairs what the fuck i walk up the stairs every night when i come up late and i like and my stairs creak and that little creak wakes up but wakes up stephanie every fucking night every fucking night and you're telling me no one here no 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 no, no. but no they must be really heavy sleepers in the zombie apocalypse there, there's something there's something about the air so we have a podcaster town, K Rich says. Joe is down. Joe, <laughs> Joe's fading real fucking quick. As usual. We go Joe's in. got like a couple of sips of this beer left. And then Joe's passing. We're almost to the end, Joe, here. Rick and Sadiq work together, and then it all comes out. Then asshole dude says all this shit. It's music to my ears. I don't know what you're talking about. And uh and the kid unlocks the gate and comes in. Why does he have to go in? Oh. Why'd he go in, Joe? Why the fuck did he go in? I got a gun. I'm all powerful. I can get close to 30 people. I want the guy to kill my brother. Nobody taught me how to now. use this weapon, but I know how to use it. He can use it, Joe. He knows how to use it. How do you better? So the only thing that would have been How do you get the key, Joe? Right. Right? And where did he get the fucking key from? The only thing that would have been better. The only thing. Right? Would have been as if this kid grabbed that gun, went out back, and while he was checking it out, shot himself in the fucking head. <laughs> Seriously, that is the only thing that would have been better than this kid open firing on the entire Pen of Saviors. 
So instead of that, either one of those two things happening, Joe walks away from this episode and you have a completely different podcast tonight. You have a, this was the fucking best episode in three seasons. I was hoping for that tonight, Joe. I was hoping for either one of those two scenarios played out with that kid instead of what they did do. And you have a hit fucking series. You have everybody going to work tomorrow at the water cooler going, you don't know what the fuck you missed last night. You know, I know I've been talking shit about how good this piece of shit trash show is, but seriously, this time you're they're really back. They showed they showed some balls tonight. It, it was similar to like what uh, look at the flowers again. It's it, they could do something. It would have been similar to that. It would have been it would have been, yep. It would have been similar to the is Carl a psychopath for shooting that kid or isn't he? Yep, yep. And this, uh, this is what we should have gotten. In... We should have gotten a kid shoot himself in the head. Because nobody took the time to teach him how to use the weapon properly and to survive in the zombie apocalypse. Or we should have had that little fucker go down and shoot all those motherfuckers. But instead what we got was uh, Walker sneaking up and biting one of the saviors and causing a little bit of a ruckus. Which puts the kid off balance for a second and the savior knocks him on his ass, takes the gun and says, let's get the fuck out of here. And they all leave. So then we come back in. We see some Walkers and Rick and Morgan and Daryl doing some killing. Daryl can't figure out what happened. And uh, him, Rick, and Morgan are having a, like, what happened, dude? What the hell happened? What the hell happened? I don't know. This is me and th this is I don't know. this is actual uh, audio from Joe and I doing the podcast about what the, hell what the fuck happened. I don't know. Maybe got in. Maybe during the fight. Joe, our whole review could just be that. What the hell happened? I don't know. I don't know. What the hell happened? What the hell happened? I don't know. What the hell happened? I don't know. That could Coral. be. That's basically our whole review, everybody. And I don't know. Maybe I don't know. God damn. Maybe I don't know. Joe, you oh, drunk. You can do Rick Grimes. <laughs> dude, dude. I don't know. I don't know, Carl. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know if I can do a Carl. When I'm drunk. All I know is that Negan's gotta die. I messed it up. I'll get him. Oh, what happened, to, Rick? I had to. I don't know, I Rick. I had to go for it. Here's the back of the convoy. What? So I went down. <laughs> I chased him. And his band it had. I thought he just fought a couple. No, he must have dipped it in their balls, Michonne. Their asses. He dipped it in their balls. Coral must have told him about how. We dip it in the asses, Michonne. Now we're all... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so we come back in and we see some walkers and Rick and Morgan doing their thing. Off to... I don't know! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. J Rick Joe Grimes <laughs> is alive. Rick and Morgan. Uh, Rick says we know it's not a zombie juice because I've swallowed gallons over seven years. Right? Maggie is the only woman to not have symptoms in her first trimester. No bump either, says Callie Callie. Yeah, no, Maggie's it's... the only woman to what? Not swallow gallons in seven years? <laughs> so, something like that. It's because it hasn't even been the first time at trimester yet, Callie Callie. It's only been a week. This is only a week of time since she's even conceived. 
<laughs> she just she just found out she was pregnant. This is this is actually before it's, we're traveling reverse in time on The Walking Dead. So we go off to zo- Zombie Tobin who comes at somebody and then Wait, didn't we find out she was pregnant back at the fucking farm. It's no no it was it was uh it was the prison I believe. No 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 I, no it was after that. It was when they were in Alexandria. Oh right? no, he went to the he went to go get the pregnancy test for Lori. Right, he That's went to go right. get the pregnancy. It wasn't until excuse me, I believe Alexandria when they found out she was pregnant. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a, a slight little. No, it's it's not. It's okay. We're, we we don't we don't. The I walk... lost my coral for a moment, but I found it. For me, for whatever it's worth, The Walking Dead has very little. Like other shows, I remember what happens a little bit better. The Walking Dead, it's almost a little one in my eyes, out my ass, or some sort of thing. Put uh, keep the baby bumps under the dumpster. Please keep drunk, Joe, on for an extra hour, Phil. <laughs> please, please rig the wheel. Another super chat donation. Get Joe another shot. So See, and, it it might work that way, but. Eventually, Joe's gonna hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. I think. I think they. And the camera's not gonna just zoom down on its own. Pan down on its own. I'll be screaming for Katie. I'm like, Crow, move the camera down. So it, headsets plugged in. Yeah, the, the camera will turn off at that point in time. Joe, Joe will never be drunk enough not to turn the camera off first. So I think. I think it's Joe happening. Takes his shoes off before he passes out. Joe knows better. Uh, Tari Dad says, damn, Joe, you must be drunk to cons- confuse that continuity that badly. Alex- uh, dude, I am pretty pretty drunk at the moment. Uh, so off to the zombie Tobin coming at someone, and then Carl uh, Carol holds him for a while and dances with the devil by the pale moonlight and then kills him with sadness. Then the core group, who the focus here, we finally get since it's just Maggie, Daryl, and Ka- Maggie, Daryl, Carl, and Rick. Uh, I mean, I mean, excuse me, Carol and Rick, and they figure it out and they put it all together. What what has happened? What happened? What happened? I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> what has happened? What has happened? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just. Oh wait, wait, one more time, Joe. What has happened? I don't know. <laughs> what has happened? Okay, so then we continue on here with Maybe this shit. Coral can tell me. <laughs> Maybe Carl knew. Everyone they cut up. You got shot. They all got sick. Oh, shut Some up. Some of them turned. What? So they... That's okay. Karma's a bitch. I deserve to turn into a zombie. Right. Because I'm just as bad as all of them in my life. Oh, my fucking God. And Dave, Dave uh, DeRosa, or Daro, uh, Dave in the live chat says, uh, at the end of this, uh, Tara, please say, please say it so. Please say it so. Don't, don't say it ain't so. Say it so. Please say it so. Any interest in that Ridley Scott series, The Terror, that's airing tomorrow? They show the first hour tonight after The Walking Dead, and people seem to be liking it. Um, I will definitely try to check it out tomorrow night. I may not be around tomorrow night, but I'll try to remember to set the DVR to tape it and take a look. I know Stephanie, as I said, was enjoying the first hour, so um, so yeah, I'll definitely I'll definitely uh, try to take a look at that. Uh, okay, so then we get to the good savior who's stuck around while all the other saviors pieced out. He and a few of the other saviors. This is something I missed, and people in the live chat or Joe, you might have caught this better than I did. Did he say him and other saviors stayed, or was he the only one that stayed? 
Who? The, the okay, the good savior, the pretty boy dude. No, no, the other was he the only the others, one to stay? The others who didn't run away were down at the gate holding it closed so the zombies couldn't get in. Okay, so a bunch of the saviors decided not to go back to Negan. So some of them ran away and some of us didn't. Whatever that's worth to you. But if there's that many zombies at the door, this cl- like, why weren't they already like really? That just is, that's stupid. So all the others that ran out got out just fine. People are like, yeah. So so some other saviors did stay. Those zombies didn't turn and chase after the idiots that were fucking running away from them that were right there. They decided, nah, we'll let them go. We'll keep going for the town over here. Okay, so okay, I missed that a little bit. So okay, so there were other ones. You guys in the chat, thanks, yeah, Joe. No, in the chat, so it was stupid fucking shit that you didn't miss. <laughs> and Ma- Maggie's like, "Fuck and off!" Goes, Look, we're not all bad. Some of us just want to be away from them. So then we get Carol coming out looking for so Henry. Why did you fucking kill him in the first place. <laughs> Look, I can't. <laughs> Joe, it gets it gets better here. I can't drink and do this anymore, Phil. Oh, shh. I can do this. Or I can drink. <laughs> One or the other. Got to save the drinking for the shows you like. So uh, so then Carol looking for Henry comes out and Enid tells uh, – tell or we, we have a talk between Enid and Carol and – and uh, God. Everywhere. Old man's gone. Hey. Some of the saviors said Henry broke into the pen just before hey. the others escaped. Uh, yeah. He was down there. And I'm then much cheaper it. than Carl. And I'm still alive. You can use a shot glass as a Menzies cup instead of an actual Menzies cup. (laughs) So then Morgan gets more visions, Joe, and here we go. You know what it is. Joe, you know what it is. 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 You know. Coral, I don't know. You know what it is. You know what it is. You know. It yeah, is. it's a you stupid crossover it ploy. You know it's is. stupid. You know. What it is. I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. It's it's. I have too much loyalty to my best friend. He's got me watching this trash <laughs> week after week. <laughs> <laughs> I would be playing Friday the Thirteenth with Jimmy Boy, Gary Eakin, maybe some Taka. Oh my goodness! Oh, Will's yeah. Florida. <laughs> Finally, no. it comes out. I get you drunk enough to to show how much rage you have me for making you do this, and then I call you on the weeks you have off, and I'm like, we gotta do another podcast. You're like, Fuck you! <laughs> Come on, can we talk about Game of Thrones or something? Where's Game of Thrones? <laughs> Where is Better Call Saul? No, uh, where's Better Call Saul? September. That's, that's September. the one. That's the one right there because it should be I'm now. With The Walking Dead, I've been disappointed with the Vikings. I don't know if you remember, but last season I did not have a lot of great things to say about about Game of Thrones either. Yep. Now you you've been down on a lot of shows lately, right? And, and there's very but few. Better Call Saul. The last thing I remember about Better Call Saul was goodness. <laughs> we'll have to wait till September for that, Joe. So uh, Carol looking for Henry, and Enid comes out, and yada yada. Then we get Morgan saying, "Yeah, whatever." And then uh, Maggie says, "What's the cost?" She's upset. Rick walks away. We see all the graves, and that is the end of our episode, Joe. We made Even it. More graves is what it was. Yeah, more graves. Uh, it's horrible. It's sad, and that's the end of our episode of The Walking Dead, Joe. Are you excited to not come back next week? No. 
because I enjoy this. No, I really I, do. I know, I know. Honestly, I do. And I just thought that last scene was fun because there were two rows at, at the first time, right? Of of dead people, right? And it looked like a good 10 or 11. I'm going to have to watch it again to, to count the headstones, okay? But when they showed it the second time on this last scene, right? So the first time was her in a armored woman who someone said in chat here that they thought died in season four or some shit. <laughs> yes, I thought that was four episodes ago or something. <laughs> yeah, right? I kind of thought so too. Enid. But, but yeah, so. She just, sur- she JSS too, Joe. She just survived. So. Yeah, too, right? So they, so they had that conversation. Oh, the cost is high. So some great leader I am. And then they come back to this very same graveyard, and we see a lot of the same graves from before, and then added graves to it. To me, to my quick one quick look, it looked like five extra graves. So like the three or four people that had been wounded, and maybe two others. It did. It looked like they showed zombies eating more people than they fucking reburied. <laughs> It really did to me. Like, how many people just died? Five more? Or was it like a disaster? I mean, I know five people dying is a disaster, but not when people have been dying like right for like five years. Right? People in the live chat are like, Joe's happy. You can tell Joe's happy now that the podcast, that, that or the Walking Dead discussion part is over. Uh, two bros just JSSing naked in a hot tub. Yeah, that could be the code. That could be the uh, <laughs> subtitle of the podcast, Tired Dad. It definitely could be. Uh, Enid is a roach. She's around despite you not wanting her there. People are like, can't J- uh, is like, can't Enid just die? People in the live chat wanting it. We all want it. But what we do want is Joe to be back next week. But he won't be back. But good news is he will be back for the final two episodes of the season. So Joe will be not with us next week. Maybe The Walking David will. It's a little bit more difficult for David because of time zone differences right now. But I either I'll be alone next oh, Sunday. Is that, is that his pussy excuse for not showing up? Excuse me, last time. Well, his, 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 I have my own production company and I'm a big Hollywood star and producer Yeah, he, he, he Hollywooded us, Joe. Yeah, he Hollywooded film. us. Yeah, he Hollywooded us. Uh, he was like, he's like, I'm a little bit too big now for the podcast. So we'll right? see. We'll, I have, I have films in film festivals, bitches. Yeah. So we'll see if David can grace us with his appearance next week. He also wanted to join us for the What Did Joe Think podcast. But no, David's really excited to try to make it next week. And maybe we'll have David on whether he watched the episode or not. And I'll, and I'll be able to like just tell him what happened in the episode. Or we'll and fi- if you think my impressions of Carl or Michonne or Carol are good. You should check out his. Yeah, the Walking David is awesome. If you haven't already, definitely subscribe to his channel. Check out all of his Rick Grimes. He does the best Glenn under a dumpster you've ever seen. Yeah, that would be that would be fucking awesome too. <laughs> so everybody, thank you so much for joining us this week. You guys in the live mother fucking chat are fucking amazing as always and uh we will be back very soon i'll also be back during the week a couple times for some podcasts joe will maybe join me on one of those afternoons one afternoon this week for a 1 p.m show of some sort uh so i look forward to that stuff and if you haven't already and you enjoy our stuff and you're listening to the audio cast this make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel other way around as well if you're watching the youtube channel and you want to listen to our ridiculous podcast uh, uh in an audio 
format and not have to look at our ugly ass faces. You can do that as well by subscribing Please on ugly ass. We're okay. gorgeous. I'm speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for Joe. Okay. You know, all the prison boys be touching themselves for us, Phil. Oh yes. <laughs> Wait, uh, you think Phil is shouldn't know the shit? Of course I am. Of course, of course. Of course, uh, that we're only shitting on this show to uh, because because it's it's so helps our popularity. <laughs> Joe and I are jumping on a bandwagon here. You know, we, we're jumping on the Walking Dead hate bandwagon because uh, you know we don't really have these feelings or or thoughts. Yes, we, because people who hate the Walking Dead love to look up reviews about the Walking <laughs> Dead, and people who love the Walking Dead. Love to watch hate speak about the Walking Dead. It's, this is really helping that's, the channel, Joe. Yeah, sure. that's 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 why we're we get we're really killing it on, with the Walking Dead fans. You know, all those Walking Dead fans love checking out our reviews, dude. We're we're we're, we're killing it right now. No, no, we're not. They, they would, I guarantee you, Phil. I guarantee you. Okay, so this is the big, this is the big test, right? This summer. Okay, we'll see how much, how much the Walking Dead people. Pay attention, okay. We're gonna apply for more press passes for the talking for the 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 oh Walker what? Soccer Con again. The Walker Soccer Con, yeah. Right? yeah. Like get the fuck <laughs> out of press, here, you asshole. And I know it's not the same people that do both, but if we get press passes, you know nobody's paying attention. Nobody gives two shit. <laughs> no one gives a shit. No, no, all we have to well, let's just make one review. We're like, the Walking Dead's the greatest show on television. It's amazing. It's back this week. The Walking Dead's back. It's the best thing ever. Oh my goodness, this week all the shit is amazing. Oh, Liana Finn with the twenty dollars super chat donation at the end here. Wow, oh, thank you so much great. for helping out the channel. That means so fucking much. Super fucking thanks. And you got a spin again. Spin a fucking gen. There you go. But yes, no. Uh, I don't think. I don't think talking the way we do about this. I hate the show, but love you guys. It says some drum fun again. That's one spin for you for some drum fun. I already did that once, but do it again, and you get a second spin for that twenty bucks, ten dollars a spin at least, or no. I feel weird playing loud. Again, I owe you a, a longer, more extended solo as there's people sleeping right above me, so I can't really go fucking crazy. So I will I will uh, supposition your Super Chat donation with just drinking <laughs> and play an extended drum solo. Supplement. Supplement. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. I'm getting slightly buzzed at this point too. <laughs> I think so. Well, it's, ca I think. it's catching up with me. Not like I, not like I need to be buzzed to say the wrong words or mispronounce things. I think that's. I think it's been well established that I don't. That I don't necessarily need the the infusion of alcohol to mispronounce things. And uh, let's let's go here. Let's go up here. Let's go to the live chat. Take a couple more, sh couple more shots from the chat before I, uh, before I let Joe go here. Atari Dead says, "Yeah, people kept saying she should have banged Carl Ooh. after she got infected. That would have been a terrible idea. Do you want to find Ooh. out if the viruses can be sexually transmitted?" And um, I'm not. Who should have banged Carl? I'm not sure. She didn't have sexually infected. Maybe someone uh, should have banged Carl for sure before he died. Yeah, or or something. Something, you know? And I know... Tom, Tom, what kind of people are you? I don't understand. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> Joe, if you're reading the chat, speak with your heaviest Boston accent. 
All right, go fuck yourself, you wicked piss of bastard. Dude, I've been working at this gas station. Oh, wicked piss. I've been working at this gas station for 20 fucking years. 20 fucking years. Fucking Dude, prick. drinking Dunkin' Donuts, smoking Fuck. fucking Marlboro Reds, and drinking Marlboro's, fucking... Marlboro's, they're the good shits right there, fucking yeah. Fucking Bud Light. Dude, you know? What the we fuck, man? We got in my car the other day. Dude. I went down to Saudi, and I said, yo, you motherfuckers. Dude. Fuck all you fuck fucks. I got a fucking pizza at Regina's the other night, dude. It was fucking oh, insane, oh, oh. dude. In San Tapio's, dude. It was fucking delicious shit, dude. It's fucking dude, amazing. I got the fucking, the, I got the, it was fucking piss. I got the fucking shish kebab, dude. It's fucking unfucking real, you motherfucker. You fucking douche. You fucking fuck, fuck. Dude, I, I could get, I could get wicked Boston right now. But unfortunately, if I did, half the shit out of my mouth would be like racist crap that nobody should fucking say. Yeah, but, but, uh, but, but it, it comes, it comes with the old Boston. Uh, those... and, and that's just it. I would be doing an old school like hardcore Boston thing. Yeah, some of those, some of those. And I can't. I just, I, I rightfully can't. And I wouldn't because it's, it would be horrible. And I would feel like a shit fuck but... for saying half the stuff that would come out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. If you want me to go straight shit. southeast, straight fucking north why, end on why your did, ass, fucking. Why no does way. shit fuck sound dirty coming out of your mouth, dude? I don't know. Dude, big cock sounds dirty coming out of my big mouth. Big cock sounds dirty coming out of everyone's mouth, motherfuckers. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Share the channel with a friend. Help us grow because, you know, no one else is helping us. We need the people that like our shit to go out there and help spread the word and push the fucking crap all around. Spread it around like a dirty fucking zombie virus biting people's asses. Make sure they know. You want me to be on another channel or some channel come over there? Go fucking haunt someone. Be like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Biting asses. I don't know. I'm just babbling right now. But I want to bite your ass. I, don't know. I like biting asses if it's a good enough ass. I want, yeah, I want some strange. I want someone strange to you, bite my ass. You want a stranger to bite your ass? Maybe lick it a little. Okay, I don't want him to okay. bite it. Okay, then. Joe, Joe, Joe's getting touchy and feely here at the end of the podcast. I know you guys want an after show, but I gotta it's let. It's gonna get really dirty if you stay on. If we stay on, Phil, it's gonna get. So oh dirty. yeah, it's we better. Feel like the end of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Dirty, oh, dude. we better end it right now before we get in trouble. Everyone, we'll be back very Stop soon. Top, walking down the block. Patchy <laughs> road. We'll be back very, very soon. Talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. Thank you to all the Super Chat donators for being excellent tonight, for helping us get drunk and really helping the channel more than you guys know. Those Super Chat donations, especially now on uh, YouTube and with everything or any of our patron support, really helps us more than you know. And I uh, look forward to talking to you guys more later. And good night. Later. Bye.